0: So, unfortunately, this is the second week in a row we have to kind of open the show like this. So, unfortunately, shortly after our show released last week, we learned that we lost Hana Kumara at the young age of 22. Ugh. She was younger than both of us. And we're not old.
1: And I'm, I'm literally 23. Yeah. So. Um, it's not even, it's just the circumstances that, that's, that followed yeah, it. A, it was yeah. that surrounded it that make it so just goddamn shitty.
0: Yeah, she was She was only 22. We both saw her wrestle in person. Neither of us have seen a ton of her stuff, but... We both knew
1: how good she was. Yeah. And he's... that's not even the point about her wrestling. About no, me, no, but... it's just... I'm just trying to provide some context here. Yeah, we saw her wrestle in the G1 Supercard in Madison Square Garden.
0: She's she's probably one of the few women to wrestle in the Garden and the Tokyo Dome in an eight-month span. Yeah. I mean, probably Longer Blaze, Bull Nakano. They probably did it back in the day, but she's probably... Probably hasn't been done since the WWF had a relationship with uh, with Japan. So, but yeah, I think we all just need to be kinder
1: to people. And and I'm not exactly sure of the nature of the comments or threats.
0: Yeah, and but I'm not, and it's not our job to speculate either. No. The, the, the odds, the, the thing is, it's just there's a mother without her child at the age of 22 and that's, yeah
1: don't wish upon anybody that's
0: super unfortunate and yeah. just don't so hate I, dick i think we should all just try to be kinder to each other you know I what agree. i mean like at the end of the day we got to realize that these people are just doing their job and if you don't like them that's fine but don't don't make it personal don't personally yeah don't that. make it don't make it personal you know what i mean um so oh well on that note yeah this show is dedicated to uh Monica Mara, and let's
1: get into it. Who the fuck is in this match? If it's a war, you can say it every once. I thought I was a cult. I didn't know what was going on. The Fed did. I think New York did. One of your executive vice presidents. Loves that company.
0: (laughs) It's the first ever finishing move that's exclusive to a promotion.
1: This is Champions Advantage.
0: So we are fresh off the heels. Of AEW's double or nothing pay per view. Uh we got to talk about that. We got a lot. We got a decent amount of news to talk about this week. Of course we have the uh the first part of the second round of the Mean Guy Classic. So with all that being said, what's going on? Nothing. It feels like it's been more than a week since I've talked to you, but it's
1: only been a week. Yeah, it's pretty much but call it the quarantine routine around here. Yeah, I I just do things, you go to work like you're a big essential man. I wish, trust me, I wish I wasn't.
0: I'd be better off, I'd be better off in unemployment right yeah. now.
1: Yeah, I mean, Sucks. you're taking a hit. I know I people don't know, but I know how much it personally affects your life and uh, how much time you don't have.
0: I feel that complaining about it, though, because... No, yeah, you have a job. Yeah, there's 38 million people that are worse off than I am. Yep. And uh, half of this podcast. So, well... Short term, you're way better off than I am, actually Yes, yeah, sh- short term, everyone who doesn't have a job is way better off than I am Because of pay cuts and whatnot But, you know, you can only collect for so long And some of these people aren't going to be fortunate to get those jobs back so. Yeah, there's not
1: going to be all those jobs there But this isn't The X Files, so what do you want to talk what about? Though, the X The Axe Files? Uh, uh, David Axelrod's podcast
0: Oh, I, I think you have mentioned that before
1: I think I have I know about The, uh, the X Files, I know about that Yeah, but this is The X Files but about, uh, a lot X of weird Man. things happened this week, but they were condensed into one company, so that's good. Uh, some Matt Riddle news. A uh, certain person that was supposed to debut at WWE or Nothing and was misused and re-signed with WWE. A new champion of WWE. I gotta cut you out there. I don't even think they believed that. I
0: think they were just, I don't even, it doesn't
1: even make, never mind. It doesn't make sense, but. They don't have to make sense in their own minds. Stop. Stop it. Not, let's be nicest. I'm not saying anything, anything about anybody specific, but you it's know let's I'm be right.
0: Nice. I know you're right. But let's, what, what does Stephen A. Smith say? You're right. You don't have to say it, but you're
1: right. <laughs> uh, major superstar trade and, of course, the war report. So we will see you with some news coming up next.
0: So to kick off the batch of news we have this week, one of the recent NXT releases did not take long to find a new home. And this one may have surprised some people. Diana Perazzo has signed with Impact Wrestling, and man, like, I'm looking at this women's division right now, and I think very sneakily, if, I don't even know if sneakily is a word, is sneakily a word? Yeah. Very sneakily, I think they have the second best women's division besides WWE, I mean, look at some of these names, you got Perrazzo, they just added, Jordan Grace, Tessa Blanchard, Tenille Dashwood, Taya Valkyrie, Rosemary, Kylie Ray, Madison
1: Rain. That is a good division. Kiara Hogan. How'd they get all of them? <laughs> Impact's like Cyrus having to join his cult. Yeah, Im- <laughs> Sue
0: Young. They
1: In- got- that's a that's a decent little division there.
0: It's a that's beyond decent. That's a solid. That's a solid solid division. Yeah,
1: absolute stars like Tessa and Tennille Dashwood, who I, I always thought should have been a huge star. Fucking Kylie Ray, she was gonna be the face of the AEW Women's Division. Yeah, what happened there? I no one knows. <laughs> nobody knows. I know, it's that's insane. And we'll probably never know. No. I and mean, we we learn when WWE people take a shit, but you'll Stop never know what it. happens
0: there. Stop it, be nice. Today. I'm being
1: nice. I'm just speaking the truth. I'm not attacking anyone. Yet. You you're attacking people indirectly. Yeah? <laughs> nobody nobody nobody's no nobody directly.
0: Yet Kimberly, who is a recent WWE release last year. A lot of talent in that division. So what do you make of Diana Perazzo signing there? And are you surprised she landed there and not the place where everyone assumes everyone will sign?
1: Yes. Naturally, no, because I think they know what they have to do.
0: Someone tweeted Kenny Omega a very angry message about not signing her, and he he replied pretty pretty classily. I'll pull yeah. that up later. I,
1: I I I stop, you can read it to the people. I just think they have to figure out what dish they're making before they add more ingredients. If that makes any sense, right? You're talking about AEW here? Yes. They, they can't just keep bringing everybody in. They have no set direction of where the division's going. Uh, I think the division will get better now with Sheeta as a champ. Not that I did not like Nyla Rose, but there's no credibility in that division to possibly have more than one opponent for her. I think his division can get a little deeper now with Sheeta having it because Brick well, Baker can believably beat Sheeta. It also
0: um, it also doesn't help that Riho and B Priestley are stuck in yeah their respective countries because I think B Priestley is like probably the best worker they have and they haven't and I know it's tough because she works full time with Stardom too. It's yeah. so like it's it's tough to like you know but I feel like they could have utilized her more than they have. Yeah, well, they could have realized, realized the whole division more than she, that. She came, in, she came in, she had the program of Britt Baker, and then she's kind of disappeared since. And now with COVID locked down, who knows when she'll be back, which isn't her fault. No,
1: but I think it was a good place for her to land because... I mean, look at that division. She could have a yeah, lot of
0: good matches there.
1: Because the women's the NXT women's division is the best division in wrestling to this day.
0: And I don't understand why she couldn't get a spot there. I, it really blows my mind. Yeah,
1: but like, And I'm AEW not... is is just a hodgepodge of... Good and bad, mostly bad. I'm not gonna bring
0: anyone from NXT, NXT's women division down because they're all they all are no. fantastic. Oh no, yeah, but Diana was better than some of those girls, and yeah. it's shocking it's just, that she couldn't get a spot. Tests, you know, I not
1: yeah, eye I test, but I. It's just some some people like certain things and people, other people don't. But I think Impact's a good place to go because I think she can be a player there. I don't think AEW was ready to sign a, a bigger name. Uh, who is she's? I mean, she's not a large name in the women's wrestling thing, but she's she's excellent. So
0: I have the tweets here. So this man tweeted Kenny Omega. So where is is Deanna Paraza is heading to Impact Wrestling. My first thought, how is a company like Impact Wrestling able to have a women's division that is 10 times better than AEW's, especially when AEW needs all the help they can get? At Kenny Omega Man X drops ball once again. And Kenny Omega replied, truly happy for Diana, but I'm incredibly proud of our division and its athletes. You should try watching some of our matches. Start with the recent title match from a few days ago, then honestly tell me we need help. Then he replies again, with all due respect, I've watched them all. Women's wrestling is pretty much all I watch from all companies. I'm sorry to say I'm not alone in this feeling, but aside from a couple others, only thing you've really done right is that last match. Improve it is all I ask. And then Kenny closes with, Some strong thoughts that I very much disagree with, but that's completely fine. Watch it, you enjoy, sir. I think both sides handled that correctly. Yeah. You know, everyone was I mean, Omega's
1: not going to go after anybody. but I mean, he yeah, has in the past. Yeah, for idiot reasons. Because they were somebody Stop told... it. No, I'm just i I'm just saying a sentence that's not attacking him. He made a very the strangest comment in the history of wrestling Twitter. Uh that uh WWE was taking money away from charity on a free show. That was bizarre to me. But uh I just think she's better there because the NXT's women's division is crowded. Like I said, best yeah. division it's the best division in wrestling, male or female. Uh AEWs, has not; they're not built yet. I wouldn't. Would you sign there if you're a woman right now? If you had other options,
0: I mean, it, everyone's looking for different things. You know, yeah. that's not really. It depends on my circum. That's not fair to say because it depends on my circumstances. I think are. Deanna
1: can go up up there and. If I was her, I
0: probably would have signed there just because she probably would have went right to the top of the division.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't help if the division's
0: awful. But they have like the the problem is, they have enough capable workers it's just with this COVID situation this was bad
1: this division was bad before COVID
0: it was but the, now it's worse yeah it's
1: terrible you had Re- and I know you don't like Riho but Riho's a good worker I don't mind her I just think it's it's just hilarious that she was getting a lot of offense in on Nyla Rose it's not believable to me but that's just the way I, I would like it like I I would I
0: would classify Riho Nyla Rose B Priestley and Sheeta all as good workers, you could build the division around. You put Deanna in there, and Britt continues to improve weekly. That's a solid six pillars of a of a women's division. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of disagree with your comment that
1: we also don't. We don't know what she wanted either.
0: That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like I can't tell her she made the wrong decision. Mm. That's one of my biggest pet peeves when someone signs somewhere and someone's like, "Well, you should have went to AEW yeah. or
1: WWE or like it's, like it's the only like it's the only factors involved."
0: Yeah. Like everybody is looking for something different in wrestling. Some people are, some people, it's literally just a job and they just want money. Some people value creative freedom. Some people value a spot, you know, like I, you, yeah, it's just, I just, like I'm not going to tell you what accounting firm to go work for because yeah. everyone's looking for a different thing and wrestling's no different,
1: you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I just think it was good that she did not go to AEW because I just, as I said, they have to figure out, they have to figure out their entree before they add ingredients and that's just, I just think there's too much, too many cooks there. Uh, I didn't know those actually would work, but and I think that she made the right decision. That's a good division. AEW's got to step it up before they want to sign any high, high, uh, high, high-profile free agents.
0: Well, I disagree with you on, on your AEW take, but I do agree that was a great place for her to go, because Impact it's non-exclusive. She could still work Indies. You know, she's she's has plenty of talented people to wrestle in that division, and I'm excited to see her not necessarily rebuild her image because that's not really fair to her but I'm excited to see I'm excited to see more people see oh, her showcase yes.
1: yes you're obviously the, the showcase of her because uh, we saw her wrestle did we not? she wrestled did we not, wrestle, did, did we not see her wrestle
0: at Access? we saw her wrestle at TakeOver Brooklyn she was on the NXT tapings that they taped before TakeOver oh, Brooklyn oh you're right I forget who she. I think she wrestled Bianca. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. So we saw her wrestle. She, we might have saw her wrestle at Access. I don't remember, but I definitely remember we saw her wrestle before Takeover Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, so I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see her be happy. Yeah, and that's the most important thing. If she's
0: happy, which obviously yeah. it appears she is, that's the most important thing because I know I've said it like five times in this podcast, that, uh, but I think it's important that us fans realize. Yes, they're entertaining us, but at the end of the day, it's how they make an income and their mental health and happiness is important.
1: Yes. You you would be ostracized in some circles for saying that.
0: Okay, you just wanted to say ostracized. I'm not stupid.
1: Okay, you're right. But speaking of Matt Riddle... Speaking of ostriches. Speaking of ostriches. Flightless birds. I hate flightless birds. I hate them. They should all go
0: the way of the dodo.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Wait, I know what the saying means. But like, why did that become a saying that stuck? Because they extinct. I I know okay. that dipshit. I don't know. I'm not the fucking
1: orator like, that made it. Fucking is a dumb saying. It, I don't Gone the way of the dodo? I just just no longer exist, then? Sure. Yeah, whatever. I hate flightless birds, though. Chickens, they scare the shit out of me. Ostriches... I think chickens can fly a short distance. Like, they can flap their wings and get a little bit off the ground. Not enough to call a flight. Okay. But the ostriches... Like, imagine you're just doing shit and a seven foot bird just <laughs> just rolls in like this this Yao Ming motherfucker I know, bird I know this is
0: gonna be very vague but this is floating around Twitter like a month Did you see like that thing that like giant fucking bird on Twitter that like did not look real at all but supposedly is real oh the one. harpy eagle yeah it was, no, it's like a fucking giant scarier ostrich that yeah. can't fly it's a, it, oh that can't fly no I didn't it's ridiculous
1: but did you ever see a harpy eagle I don't know
0: hold on talk, talk about Matt Riddle for a minute uh, he likes to smoke weed he's a bro um, ho- oh, I think that was it. Yes, that was it. That thing is. How is that
1: thing a real creature? <laughs> that thing looks like a person in a bird costume.
0: It does. It <laughs> looks like the dude who played Big
1: Bird. Yeah, it. It was. It. That's just the most terrifying thing I've ever the seen. Rest in peace, that guy. I know he died last year. Did
0: he? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, so my one coworker is like a big fucking like Big Bird guy, which is weird. I mean, I know it's
1: weird. No, it sounds to me there's a lot of collectors. Yeah. A lot. Of, a lot of adults. There's a lot of this. There's adult men that collect My Little Pony. I don't. And I know like, I uh, don't get in the way of collectors as long as it's not like illegal yeah. stuff. I, I have no right to talk. I collect some weird shit. You do. Baron Corbin collects Shrunken Heads. Yes, he does, and that's a big thing too. And excellent grills. He collects excellent grills. But Matt Riddle is rumored to be moving to SmackDown. Uh, we'll get into his match at NXT later. Uh, why do you think the move happened, and what do you think it means for his spot in the SmackDown division? Um. Why do I think it happened? I think that they're just
0: I mean, I think SmackDown needs more star power. There's a reason they brought over AJ. There's I mean SmackDown's supposedly supposed to be the A show and it just doesn't feel important. SmackDown just feels like another two hours on Friday night. I'm not saying like riddle's the
1: ultimate solution to that, but it he definitely can't hurt. It definitely opens up matchups that we've never seen that would drag people to watch. Riddle
0: and AJ, number one. I'm kinda I'm kinda relieved he's gone to SmackDown over Raw, mainly because like say what you want about Bruce, but Bruce will let Riddle keep his personality. Yep. Whereas Heyman might have just wanna make him like a fucking dominant shooter. Yeah. Which might not have been bad either, but like Riddle is such a Riddle is born for the WWE. Yeah. Like Matt Riddle is like a WWE supers I hate calling people WWE superstars. Yeah, no, no, I think he
1: shouldn't be anywhere else.
0: He's, he's a WWE, like, he, he's got the, sh- the personality he's shown on NXT is like. Oh, he's outstanding. He makes me laugh saying the stupidest he shit. He
1: pulled, he pulled personality out of Timothy Thatcher.
0: Well, he didn't, but that, I think that was the point.
1: Yeah, yeah but but he made, he shined the spotlight on he him. Did, yeah, 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 which, which, I love Timothy Thatcher. I've been a fan of his for a while, and I just don't think would have happened if he, if he wasn't paired with Riddle.
0: That's definitely a fair assessment. Yeah. Um supposedly his first feud is going to be with fucking Corbin. I don't know why everybody has to come in and feud with Corbin. And Corbin's
1: going to win. Corbin's a squash NXT guy. I love it. It's fantastic.
0: I mean, Corbin threw him out of the Rumble in like six seconds, so... Seeds. Yes, but it's so unnecessary. And I don't dislike Baron Corbin. I'm not on the Corbin hate train. Yes, you do. I don't. I like... I think the deep six is a phenomenal move. What about the other one? The end of days? I like the end of the days. I respect how, for some reason... I don't know why, but I don't know if it's his call. But at the end of days seems like it's the only finisher in WWE that's protected.
1: Yeah. He, uh, he, uh, he, nobody kicks out nobody of it? Nobody kicks out of the end nobody, of days. Nobody kicks out of it. Like, there. if he's not winning the
0: match, he doesn't hit the end of days. It's much like the Falcon Arrow. Except everybody kicks out of the Falcon I know, I get your joke.
1: Yeah. Okay. But no, uh, he'll hit the. De- People kick out of the deep six all the time, but. Yeah. But nobody the kicks out of the end of days. The end of days looks great, though. It's a great. It does. Like,
0: it gets a pop, too. The one, the one he hit on Gable at TakeOver, uh, Respect. Yes. That's still like my favorite Days ever.
1: Uh, no. Uh The one he hit on Becky was my favorite. How are you going to tell me what my favorite is? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I disagree. I said I, dis- I meant to say I disagree. The one he hit on Becky we saw in person. We did see in person. Blew up the crowd. I mean, it-, it was just a regular end of days. But yeah, but he hit it on Becky. So? Who was the number one star in the company. She's the man. She She's is the man. The- yeah. But did it not get a huge reaction from the crowd? It did. I didn't it say awesome. it
0: didn't. Yes, you did. But, uh, no, I didn't.
1: How do we get the oh? Because that's riddle. a riddle. Rumor to feud with when he right. arrives in the blue room. <laughs> who do you want to see him feud with? Everybody else. Okay, that's fair. Like,
0: do you want to get in the title picture? Which title? Intercontinental, sure. Universal, way too early. Eventually, sure. But I don't see him. In keep Ray, him imagine. away from broad. Yes. Keep him away from Braun. <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> Keep him away from Braun. That's nothing against Braun. No, it's just, it, do, it won't end well. For anybody. For anybody. Like, Braun will just. Braun Bron will go back to being a geek or Riddle will be a geek. And neither of them need to be geeks right now.
1: No, uh. But yeah, work his way up potentially. Like but title. I mean,
0: you figure the finals of this Intercontinental <laughs> title tournament is going to be Daniel Bryan and AJ. So I'd love to see him feud with whoever the fuck wins that. Yeah, me too. Or I'd love to see, I mean, I. I They're both faces. I don't think we'd see it, but I'd love to see him feed with Jeff Hardy. I think they could have some fun, creative stuff. They're both a couple potheads. Um, Him and Gulak, they got history with Catchpoint. Now that Gulak's back, spoiler alert to what we're talking about later, I'd like to see those two go at it. There's there's a lot of guys in the SmackDown roster I'd like to see Riddle go at, so we'll see what happens. Um, I'm actually shocked he stayed in NXT as long as he did. But I think part of that had to do with NXT kind of morphing into a third brand. They needed to get they, they needed smoked the power. by AEW every week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> get smoked in numbers, but not quality.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's any final thoughts on the.
1: No, I'm looking forward to see what you can do. We haven't, been, we haven't had a call up in a while. On the uh, Super King of Bros. Oh, we haven't had a call up in a while. I enjoy it. I'll enjoy it. I mean, the, sh- the fucking.
0: The the Maga sons just got called up. Yeah, but that's not, it that doesn't count. Who else? I, I like proving you're
1: wrong. Bianca has got called up. Did she get in a fucking match yet? She's on main event every week. You should watch it. It's a good program. I, you know what? I, I, I would like to, because I heard it. Everybody's like, the matches on main event have been excellent. There you have. And that's on the network, right? Eventually. It's like on a, like a 14 day delay on the network. If you have Hulu, it's on there. Oh, it's not. Is it exclusively on Hulu? It's on TV anymore? It's not in America. I mean, if, you live, if you live in one of other countries, it's on TV. That would be a, you, you would make it here in record time if that was true. Yeah. So it is on Hulu, though, right? It is on Hulu, yes. Is, is, who's on? Ricochet every week? Actually, yes. <laughs> it's Ricochet. Ricochet. Who the fuck did Ricochet
0: just wrestle? I forget, but it was a fucking good match. I think it was, uh, it was Shane Thorne. And, and for some reason... That, that, them winning that match makes so much less sense now because
1: all four <laughs> men have disappeared off TV. Uh, you don't know where those guys are either, though, at the moment. They're on main event. That's where they are. But well, they could have filmed weeks ahead. You don't know. Well, that. they're filming everything weeks ahead. Yeah. But, you know, but uh, that's, that's interesting. You know, I will watch main event. It goes right to Hulu. Yes. When does it go on Hulu?
0: Thursdays, I think. Wednesdays, Thursdays. One of those
1: days. I'll have to watch it. I usually watch it on the weekends sometime. I'll have to watch it because I've heard. I've been reading to Twitter and it says. Uh, yeah, uh, main event's main having event, some bangers. Main event's on fire. No, I, I would move that to Saturday, though. Why? Saturday Night's Main Event. Uh, Bing. But, uh...
0: Yeah, Saturday Night's Main Event on Hulu. Sounds like a fucking win to me.
1: They can't get, like, the CW to put it on for a week?
0: <laughs> the CW's on even a channel? It is. It's the only It's the only thing that has worse ratings than SmackDown. It's always a Smallville. It's always Whose Line Is
1: It Anyway reruns and Catwoman. Wait, Whose Line Is It Anyway reruns are on CW? Yes. I love Whose Line Is It Anyway. I think it's, like, the newer one that they, like,
0: revived. Oh, like that's the,
1: bullshit. Yeah, like... That's two, bullshit.
0: The one they revived, like, two years ago, and it lasted, like, a season and got yeah, shit-canned. That's bullshit. Yeah.
1: I think we talked about who's it anyway last week. We did. But, uh, all right. That's enough about the Super King of Bros. Up next, Drew Gulak was a free agent for about 15 minutes. Well, two weeks. Yeah.
0: It was two, it was two weeks. I, time doesn't exist anymore, man. I know. It's it's. So, basically, I think, like, we have to unravel this, because this is, like, the definition of a developing story. So after SmackDown, after the match he had with Brian on SmackDown two weeks ago, he was removed from the roster page out of nowhere, and then it was reported that he got released. Good which, match, by the way, with Brian. Great fucking match, which is, like, really strange because you don't release a guy who just had a fucking 20-minute match. You know what I mean? So, So, like, it's like, what the hell is going on? So then the report changed that his contract just expired and they couldn't come to a deal. And it's like, oh, well, that makes a lot more sense. And then the story was that Gulak asked for a raise because his downside was only like 105000 which isn't a lot of money to be on the road all that time under normal circumstances. And WWE's has given everybody raises pre-pandemic, but then the pandemic happened, and now they're giving nobody raises. So once Gulak asked for a raise, they pulled his original contract offer, and then shit was... Then it turns out that Barry Bloom, which is the most shocking part of the story to me, that Drew Gulak's agent is Barry Bloom, that... That is weird. That threw me through a fucking like loop. Like, one of the most
1: high-profile you know, wrestling agents ever. And I he, love Drew Gulak, but, but Barry Bloom represents all the top stars yeah. and Drew Gulak. Yeah, like, he, he was, uh, yeah. Bret Hart, the, like, yeah, everybody. All the, WW, all the WCW guys.
0: It just threw me through a loop when I heard that. And then it was like, well, they're still trying to work out a contract, don't be surprised if it happens, and then they got in, they came to an agreement on a new deal. Um... So I knew that he was – I had, well, I shouldn't say I knew. We, I had a feeling he was He was coming back just because he never publicly commented on it. WWE never publicly commented on it. Yeah, it just it. expired. Um, he never, like, opened up a pro wrestling tea store and be like, hey, go buy my T-shirts. So I figured, like, they're going to work something out and he'll be back. Well,
1: the, the, I, the plan was to try to work something out yeah, for the start.
0: I think you even said, like, I guarantee you he'll be back in
1: less than a month. And it only took two weeks, so yeah. you were right. But I'm so happy because I don't think he fits in anywhere in the world. He's one of. The, and I he th- the week he's, I'm he's i sorry. Let me rephrase that. He can fit in anywhere. He can fit in in every promotion. Everyone, but I think he's best at what he's doing now. And I don't mean this as a shot at WWE, but
0: it might come off as a shot like that. I think I know what you're
1: going to say, and I agree. He's
0: one of the few guys whose character has like gotten better since yeah. he like came to WWE. Like the PowerPoint shit. Like he just has layers. He could go from being a serious like torture machine as cruiserweight champion. To fucking presenting PowerPoints on why Braun Strowman is going to lose to Tyson Fury. To being Daniel Bryan's trainer in like another semi-serious role. Back to presenting PowerPoints. To having kick-ass matches. To th- having
1: one of the best, most refreshing matches of the year at a, at Hell in a Cell. Oh, man. Shit. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I <laughs> can't keep <laughs> telling I, I doing keep that. doing it. Um, well, yes, his match with Bryan at Hell in a Cell. <laughs> you just did it again. I'm not editing any of that either. You're, you're going <laughs> to... His match with Brian at Elimination
0: Chamber at, was excellent. His match with Brian at War Games was awesome. <laughs> um, but
1: don't you think he fits in better being... Yeah, he's a human onion. He has so many, yeah. like, you could peel back each layer and there's a new... A showcase of great wrestling on WWE than just another guy in any other promotion?
0: Yeah. And I hope that this wasn't... And like, cause WWE's been known to do this. I hope this wasn't his contract's expiring. Let's give him a push. Now that he's re let's do nothing with him. I'm not saying that's what well, it I was. Mean, I'm just hoping that's not was. I would it was. say that's
1: not as possible as you would think because he's working with Brian and of current and Brian's really high on him and like, I think
0: it might have started out that way, but yeah. then him and Brian like him you and know, Brian held, had such
1: good chemistry together. They're yeah. Like, all right. Let's. And it's also Daniel Bryan, which that company will do anything for.
0: Like, let's not forget like the, the SmackDown after Money in the Bank, or was it? There was a SmackDown before the Money in the Bank. There was a six man tag. This is a main event of SmackDown on Fox. On one side, it was Shinsuke, our lazy king, Cesaro, and Corbin. And the other three men in this main event were Daniel Bryan, makes sense, Drew Gulak, and Otis. Like 2020, what a time we live in. <laughs> Otis and Drew Gulak are main eventing on the Fox.
1: <laughs> on the Fox. On the Fox Network uh so yeah good for i'm happy drew's back right, hopefully he got a significant pay raise yeah i hope
0: i hope he won the negotiations yeah i mean i'm
1: assuming he did or it's it's worked out some way that yeah i mean he wouldn't have signed if he's not if he was, if he's not if he's not better off than he was yeah i wouldn't have signed for 100 at least i hope no. not he, just, he deserves it then. <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he did he should fire barry bloom right now he deserves it he deserves to get paid not much if he somehow negotiated less money for himself i'm
0: assuming barry bloom isn't cheap so yeah
1: i'm, I'm I'm hoping he got a good deal out yeah. of it. So, good for him. We've always been fans. Yeah, we've we're we've been on the Gulag chain for a while. Because we saw him doing his PowerPoint before Raw here, I think. And it was just hilarious.
0: Listen, anyone that's on 205 Live, we support. Purple Ropes forever, baby. Um. So, yeah, what's next on the, on the docket?
1: Apollo Crews finally won his first championship in WWE.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited for the guy, especially seeing how emotional he got. Like, that you could tell, like, that win meant something to him. Um, he signed in 2015 and 2020. They finally did something with him. So
1: I think he has unmatched potential. Yeah, I think he is so good, and I think Heyman thinks he's so good. The,
0: the sticking point with him has always been his promos, but it seems like he's gotten he's gotten his confidence. He's got he's gotten. He better. seems confident. And it when also he talks. helps.
1: If he he he's also helps that Paul Heim, Paul Heyman is directing and writing his promos. You know we what I'm assume, saying? We don't know that for sure. We assume, but we, but Heyman's definitely high in the guy. Yeah. Um... Just like Tazawa. I don't know what's up with Tazawa. <laughs> he does have the most interesting place in the company right now. best frenzo But, good for Cruz. Who do you want to see him work with? Um,
0: I'd love to see him and Ricochet have a little program. I don't know how you'd do it since they're both baby faces.
1: And I think um, they'd both be awful heels.
0: Yeah, I would not turn... Like, the Apollo Cruz heel rumor been going around once he got hurt. I'm glad they didn't go that direction because... I'm not saying I don't have confidence that he could pull it off. I just... Like... I don't know. How, he, his smile is money. Like He could be a, a good baby face. Like, and especially now that he could cut a promo and he's... I don't know where he found his confidence, but let's send Ricochet there too. Because if Ricochet could get a money promo, he'd be in a much better off place in this company. Oh, yes. I agree. But on the heel side, I'd like to see him and Garza work together. Oh, excuse me. I'd like to see him and Garza work together. I think they. Could, I think him and Garza... You know, I think that's where they're going to go. I think they could have some magic. I think uh Bobby and Apollo could have a good athletic mean guy match. Maybe one of maybe Buddy Buckets takes it off him? Oh, I'd love Buddy Buckets to take it off him. Uh yeah, like
1: there's Raw or a, Rollins takes it off him and and Theory and Murphy get the tag champs. I don't, I don't like the all the gold thing, but it always ends up that way. It does always end up that way. So, uh I think maybe Rollins, I just think see Rollins go at it. I don't know.
0: I don't know if I want to like see Raw has so much new blood lately that I don't want to see like the same old faces in the mid card. like yeah leave Rollins in the main event like let's have the US title for the Andrade's the Angel Garza's the fucking the impressive Murphys, people.
1: Austin not even no,
0: the... that's the wrong word that's the, the
1: wrong word you know what I mean the fresh people the fresh the, yeah. the, the, the potential people
0: I'd like to see Cedric try to get a little redemption no ricochet I don't, I don't know there's a lot of guys you can work with
1: Bring Shinsuke over.
0: Our lazy king isn't working Mondays.
1: You think Shinsuke is gonna
0: work a three-hour show? No, I don't know. <laughs> Shinsuke's not having a four-segment match. No way, not a chance. Do you remember how long that Apollo and Alistair Black match was, dude? That match literally went like six segments. It was I, awesome. I, 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 I it was I re- such a good match. It, it, was, was, it was, so...
1: was, it was great, but I was like doing things, and I thought I was trapped in a fucking time <laughs> warp. I kept looking at the TV; the match was still on.
0: I think they went like twenty-eight minutes. No, or... I think
1: it, I think they went like thirty-three minutes. I think it was. It was I think it like started at nine, and then it went right into the main event.
0: Well, that's counting en- I wasn't counting entrances. I was yeah. just counting, Okay. I think it was like 25, 28 minutes of like bell to bell, which is ridiculous. Like, it's
1: wild. But it was a good match. I'm happy yeah. for Apollo. He seems to be finding his stride. Me too. Good for him. A lot of- he's still young, a lot of potential. Okay, speaking of moving superstars, AJ gets traded to SmackDown. Why do you <sighs> think
0: could happen? I think they did it because he's probably winning this tournament and then they made the rule where like you could only appear in the other brand four times a year and they're like, well fuck. If he wins this tournament I man, actually like that rule. I
1: don't split. If they follow
0: it, I would. I I'm kind of the guy where like if you're gonna do a brand split, stick to it. You know I that's yeah. kinda of my But I mean me. I don't
1: mind the cross if it's limited.
0: Extremely limited. Do you mind the cross if it's Nikki? And not after Monday. That was a hell of a promo.
1: Hard time. Scottish hard times <laughs> promo. I,
0: I mean, it was a great promo, but that's that's the highest of praise right there. Yeah, it is. It was It was very it's good. It's a great promo.
1: Good for her. I, I think she's extremely talented. I,
0: I, th- I do too, but I didn't know she had the in her. That was no. awesome.
1: Yeah, good for her.
0: But my whole thing is like, why couldn't they say that they gave AJ for, like, get them getting uh, AJ was payback for giving up Lesnar or something. Because, like, they just said future considerations. And that makes me think they're not going to follow up on it. Like, Apollo Crews got traded for expiring draft picks. Like, what does any of this mean? Like, I just... I'm going to talk about this when we get into AEW later. But I don't like having my intelligence insulted as a wrestling fan. And WWE tends to do that a lot. And at the end of the day, it's not a gigantic deal. It's a, it's a fake trade and a fake sport. Like, who cares? Yeah. But I just don't like having my intelligence insulted, and I feel like that's what these trades do. No,
1: I hope they follow through with it, because they can do some interesting stuff. Like, they, have, it, they have the talent to do some interesting stuff. Is it that hard just to
0: take, like, three mid-carders you're not doing anything with on SmackDown and say, we're shipping them to Raw for AJ Styles?
1: Yeah. You're right, though. They're, they're not going to do anything with no, them. I wish they would. I really wish they would. I hope they
0: prove me wrong. Shut me up. I'm challenging you right now. Shut me up. Who would you send? Well, I would just say this is this is like what SmackDown gets for having to give up Brock last year, and then that is over and done with, because like it's tough because AJ is a top guy, so you'd assume yeah. they have to send another fucking top guy back yeah. to Raw, and SmackDown needs all the fucking top or guys. Or seventh
1: like, round pick like Bill O'Brien.
0: Well, maybe Bruce did. Maybe Bruce is stupid. Maybe Bruce got finessed by Heyman. Well, no, Heyman would be the one getting finessed, and Heyman, <laughs> Heyman, as the Iron Sheik would say, is an intelligent Jew. Yes. As the Iron Sheik would say. Yes. So I can't see Heyman getting finessed like that, but yeah. I.
1: Nor that it's real, but hopefully they follow through with it. I'm not making a comment because we don't know yet. They won't. But who do you want to see? AJ, you want to see AJ with the Intercontinental Champion? I wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, that's. He can make that really good, that title. He, he, the man could have a fucking five star match with a coffee mug. Like they're 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 smackdown is slowly acquiring
0: like really good workers. They got Gulak locked back in. They're getting riddle supposedly. They got AJ. I give they the got smackdown. Brian.
1: The last two episodes of SmackDown have been very good.
0: It has. Like it seems like they're finding
1: They're turning it around. They're finding their growth. My
0: biggest complaint with SmackDown for from like September to January was like it was just directionless. It was Corbin <laughs> and Roman every week. Corbin and Roman every week. Maybe Roman's forced vacation is a good thing for SmackDown because they've had to find new players. They like, can
1: they can rise the tide. So when the, the when Roman gets back, the ship yes, is rising. yes, yes, yes. Because Roman is a top guy there. Absolutely, and I, no, no, no one's doubt dis- about no it. one's disputing that. I think you know what you know. What makes me happy? What the fans are finally starting to turn around on Roman Reigns. Yeah, and
0: all it took was the making WWE look like the bad guys. Yeah,
1: right. All all it took for it, for an absolute nothing situation. All it took was a global pandemic to get Roman Reigns over. <laughs> Oh, he's, and you know what? Built some guys. I would like to see Roman. Happy Marcus.
0: birthday. It was his birthday the other day. It was. So happy birthday to the big nose. Congratulations
1: on the twins again. Yes. But, uh, AJ versus Brian in the tournament final. I'm
0: assuming, unless Jeff Hardy upsets Brian, Not
1: going to happen.
0: I can't see Elias upsetting AJ. Uh I... I think
1: Hardy beating Brian is more likely than Elias oh beating AJ. god, absolutely. Unless they don't want to put with the title and someone cost them the match. But that, we'll, we'll find that out. Is that match tomorrow? Yes. Tonight,
0: Tonight, yes. yes. Both,
1: both semifinals are tonight. Both semifinals are tonight? Yeah. <sighs> sure and there I was a battle that.
0: royal for something, because that's what Gulak was in. But they didn't report what the battle royal was for, or like, why. <laughs> and like, I don't know what it would be for, because we know that the Universal title's online in a handicap match. We know that there's an Intercontinental title tournament, so it can't be for that.
1: Unless, it, unless they're putting me in a three-way and the winner of the battle royal gets a three-way. That would be asinine. It well, would be, but I'm not... It, would it surprise you? No, nothing surprises me with the World Wrestling Federation, but... <laughs> but... Uh, we so have an funny. unemployed
0: man in the finals of a Cruiserweight Championship <laughs> tournament. Nothing nothing surprises me with
1: the World Wrestling Federation. He was a general manager. He never, he never wrestled the company before he got fired. <laughs> we, had an, we had an unemployed... Wait, is that true? Did he wrestle, Did he ever wrestle when he was... Employed
0: or did he have to get fired to wrestle? No, he he wrestled when he was employed once. Don't you remember? Don't you remember how Bobby Roode and Chad Gable won the tag titles?
1: Oh my god. They
0: beat Drake Maverick instead of
1: AOP. (laughs) But he beat himself. (laughs) (laughs) And Ryo said, try the peas and catering.
0: (laughs) But Ender was an unemployed man refereeing the main event as well. He's also unemployed. I mean, he's unemployed as a talent. He might still be. Well, oh, I think he just had one con. They might rehire him, but I think he yeah. just had one singular contract. Okay.
1: But that was uh, interesting. Another uh, game-changing... This, this whole pandemic is just bizarre. And this has to be an episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Yes. It's... Uh, the, uh, another game-changing moment is WWE finally added a crowd.
0: Yeah. Um, what did you think of it? it did, I know a lot of people thought it came off as kind of forced... It was certainly better than nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't... The silence was deafening.
1: Yeah, the yes. silence was awful. The silence was deafening in a bad way. And everybody's like, well, they can't do that. AEW did it. AEW is a fucking patent on crowds.
0: Well, like, I understand why people said that because yeah. now that WWE did it, everyone's looking at it like, oh, they copied Tony yeah. Khan.
1: Yeah, I know. But it just it, they probably did, but either yeah. way, he, Khan got it right. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there's any malignant reason that they copied him. It was just a reason to do it. it
0: it, it their, shows, working.
1: Their, their shows were inherently better with fans. There's, yeah. Fucking WWE shows without a crowd were
0: sucking, and AEW shows with crowds were bringing life into the fucking venue. And it sounds like they're doing it the same way. Like in AEW, the wrestlers are like interacting with each other. In WWE, it's very like, what's the word I'm looking for? Barren.
1: Yeah, it's just, just fans. Sterile. Sterile saying, is the
0: word I was like in I don't think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Mean, it's word, it's like, right. everything's sterile. They're, they're, like, all six feet apart. Oh, yeah. There's no interaction. They're, they're fucking plexiglass. Properly social distancing. Everything is sterile. There's no, like... But just the
1: noise is better than nothing. Oh, dear absolutely. God. I- agreed. Looking forward to it again tomorrow. Um, they even did the NXT chance on Wednesday night. Yeah. Um,
0: but it's definitely... It definitely made a world of difference. Um, I don't know. It's just... I. I guess the reason why Vin, it took Vince so long, if you believe Fightful, which I would, because they're very accurate. Um, Vince reportedly thought it would be a bad look to have a crowd during a pandemic, but I guess something caused him to finally cave. Probably the ratings would be my guess.
1: Yeah, and, and the loosening of all restrictions. Well, don't, you know,
0: well, I don't. Well, if you also believe the rumors, Vince looks at this whole thing as a nuisance instead of a pandemic. I mean,
1: it, it absolutely is a nuisance to him. I, I
0: you, That could that could be. I mean, I I kind of agree with him. Well, Vince also doesn't believe in getting sick. Like yeah. Vince, just is convinced he will never get sick. Yeah, you know what? And he hasn't. <laughs> because, so I mean, I, which I, is
1: mind blowing. Like he hasn't. He's got good genes. Though his mother's still alive. His
0: mother isn't his mother still playing tennis?
1: His mother won her club senior tournament championship for tennis last year, and she's like ninety six years old. That's
0: <laughs> so. If you're waiting for Vince the Croak, don't don't keep waiting because your kid, have your
1: kid, Have your grandkids wait. <laughs> yeah, that man will probably outlive us. This motherfucker was taking uh, doomsday devices in clubs and never got sick. He still hits the gym every day. He's a maniac. Yeah. Although seeing him in the t-shirt in the in the <laughs> Taker documentary is just unfortunate.
0: I loved how I loved Taz photoshopped his logo he, in the shirt.
1: He looks huge. He's yoked.
0: It's ridiculous. He's look, he looks huge. Like, dude, you're a fucking billionaire. Go, like, sit in a
1: pool somewhere. Like, why do you... It's just not doesn't his style. Doesn't register. Doesn't register. Just, I mean, that's probably why he's a billionaire. Yeah. I'm, but yeah. He's just it doesn't register with him. He doesn't eat for enjoyment.
0: <laughs> that's the most... I I, I ate for enjoyment twice this morning. I think that's the most bizarre part, that, like,
1: food isn't... Food is, food is fuel. Yeah, food is fuel. Big type A type guy, but we're not here to talk about Vince.
0: Uh... Although, my my one buddy, my one buddy's dad was the head chef up at Mohegan Sun, and he said that Vince ordered, like, his usual, like, steak with well ketchup. Well done and ketchup. But he didn't eat it. He just left it there.
1: He could have fell asleep. But, like, he,
0: he wouldn't take it down the road with him, like... That's a dick move. And it was at one in the morning, too.
1: Yeah, well. I don't think Vince is cares about health no, staff.
0: No, Vince, no. <laughs> Vince barely cares about his own staff at, at times. <laughs> I won't say all the time, because Vince is a polarizing son of a bitch. He is. It's like, I don't know what to make of the man.
1: You either hear he's, like, the worst guy ever or, like, the it's, best yeah, guy it's, ever. It's, 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 ruthless,
0: it's it. ruthless businessman or father figure, and there's no in between. It's, it's
1: baffling. I don't know what to make of the guy. Yeah, he definitely deserves a biopic.
0: Yeah, he does, and... Supposedly he's getting one. Oh, I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. So, what's next on the, the agenda? That's it for the news. We'll be right back to talk- to- did we get on Vince? What were we talking about? Were we talking about AJ? Is that how we got on Vince?
1: Uh, crowd. Crowd.
0: That makes sense. Okay.
1: And this kind of happens with us all the time. I know, yeah. But, coming up next, we'll review AEW's Double or Nothing. More Nothing. Doble or Nada. Doble or Nada. Mostly Nada. Coming up Stop next. Stop
0: it. I like that show.
1: AEW's second
0: annual Double or Nothing took place in Jacksonville, Florida at Daly's Place and, in the main event's case, TIAA Bank Field. Unfortunately. Stop it.
1: That no. was fun.
0: Yeah, it was, kind of. I have some nitpicky stuff with it, but, like, pretty much every criticism on the show I have is going to be a nitpick.
1: Mm, yeah, of course I will. we are turning into one of them.
0: But, no, I'm, not, I'm saying that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like... Stop it. I know. I I get your drift now. I get what you're saying now. And that's... I don't know. Like, I think if you just go into it knowing what to expect, you'll enjoy it a lot more. But I don't know what to expect. How? You've watched their show for a year now.
1: I guess that's true. I guess that's true.
0: It's not going to be what you wanted it to be. And you just... No, yeah. You just got to deal with it.
1: Yeah, they've, they're, they're officially one year old. Yeah. What do you think about them after one year?
0: I think that... There were some failed promises, but I think overall they've had a hell of a year. I I you could you could see the growth in the product. Could you? Yeah. When what did you think this was gonna be when it first started? Who did you think was gonna be pushed? You thought it was gonna be all the elite guys, right? Yeah. And now here comes Darby Allen. And here
1: comes uh MJF. Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Yeah, but no, you're right there, but I think any hope for a sports based wrestling company is gone. What is a sports based wrestling company? Not this. This is WWE Lite. This is the same thing WWE's doing, just different. So what? What did you? What did you want? as like from a sports based company? Based on the matches. Based on they have a ranking system, but they don't use it. They do. They don't. They I don't. I don't know what to tell you. They they cut it off and restarted three months in the television, and they still haven't used them since then either.
0: Who is who is ranked number one for the women? Rashida. And what did she do at Double
1: or Nothing? Won the title. Okay, but they have, they have two competent women in that division The women the title. But you just said they don't use rankings, and then the number they, one they ranked don't. woman won the title. You either have
0: to use them consistently across the board or we, not at all. We, ha- we had this conversation off
1: air. Real sports don't even use them consistently. But then, then why are you using them? Because that's what... Why? Because why? you're going to have a bunch of mid-card guys that are like 50-50. You're not going to be able to table. What's going on with what, what? And they're not in the top five, so it doesn't matter. All that matters is the top five. Whatever. But I think the sports-based is, is gone. This is just what WWE does. Just different. I don't, different guys.
0: I think people read too much in the sports-based.
1: Well, they, they said they were they going to deliver a lot of matches. There were some good matches. There's a lot of stinkers, but no one will acknowledge that. They, they said... The, one, the, the lies they said were, were the healthcare one, which I think a lot
0: of people tend to overlook that yeah you know god and, forbid and the women having an equal equal opportunity which i i don't blame them for not following up on that promise but they certainly haven't followed up on that promise nope so but overall i think they've had more challenges thrown at them in a year than most startups do like they've everything that could have seemingly gone wrong wrong for them has and they've adapted
1: yeah that's, that's you gotta true. give them
0: you gotta give them credit for that they got a new. They got a a B new,
1: plus year one. I think that's a fair grade. B plus year one. Uh, they still put some absolute shit on their television shows, but if they get if they can shake off that, they have a good core roster.
0: They got a new TV deal like four months into their existing one, so that's a fucking great sign. Yeah. At they the go. end, of, they, they did. It. They might not be in business right now. That's true, but at the end of the day, the they've built an audience. Their audience enjoys it. Can they grow this audience? That's
1: that's the question now. What did the first episode do? Uh, 1.4 million? Yeah, and what are they at now? Half that. 720,000 last week? And they haven't, and if, unless they grow it, they're not gonna last that long.
0: But that's, that's, what it, well, Raw at the start of the year was doing 2.4 million, and now they're down to 1.6. So if you want to play that, Raw's lost half its audience. I guess that's fair. I mean, we, got, we could spin these numbers any way you want to spin these numbers, bud. I guess that's
1: true. But let's just talk about the, uh, the show, for God's sakes.
0: All right, well, I didn't watch the show live, so I did not watch the buy-in match. Did you watch the Best Friends versus Private Party? I did. Okay, can you
1: can you tell me what you thought of it? Because I didn't watch it. It was a match. Okay. It was a match. I thought part of Private Party should have won. I, I thought it could be, you can get them back into the fray, but as we'll talk about in the next segment, they kind of started moving tag teams back into the fray, so.
0: I, I do agree with Best Friends going over, because one team, and I'm not saying this is Private Party's fault. One team has been there for the past month, the other team hasn't. Yeah,
1: I guess that's true, too. So that's why I think, think Best about Friends
0: too. going over was the, was the right move. So the show proper opened with a casino ladder match for a future AEW World Championship. The participants were Darby Allin, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Joey Janela, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and a mystery person. So this match was a combination of, like, a standard ladder match and a Royal Rumble. Uh... I like the action in this match. I will say that. I don't understand why they had to like make it part Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? I don't really Ladder matches are ridiculous enough. They don't they didn't need all the interference that angered me. Well, hold on, that's the point. Remember I said I was going to have a point that I was going to say something good about this match? Yes. So, are there disqualifications in a ladder match? No. So, no, no, th- I'm not, that's not my point. But no, this is my point. Yeah. In WWE, when someone's going to interfere in a ladder match, they stand on the outside the whole time and they wait for their spot.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's stupid. It's like, if there's no disqualifications, why would you just not be in there helping your friend the whole time? And what was Jimmy Havoc doing? He was in there helping his friend the whole time. It made fucking sense. Do we really need
1: Marco and the, the little ladder? Oh, well, I'm not talking about that.
0: Well, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm talking about them not insulting our intelligence because, like... WWE, they would they just have him standing out there like a geek until it's time for his spot. Okay, that's a fair assessment. But my
1: problem with this match was too much of, the, of, too much of people not trying to get the fucking chip. I did think it went too long. It, it went too long. That. Orange Cassidy does not need to be in this match. Not knowing how to use a fucking ladder. Come on. But uh, uh, the, the production crew was just fucking terrible in this match. They missed so much. I don't know if you'll watch it watch it again. They were late to cuts, and that's what you need on this show. This, the production needs to be better. It needs to be better. You can't have people missing shit. You know, I'll just say one thing. Joey Janela looked fucking fantastic in this match. He did, yeah. I thought he looked the best out of everybody. I, uh, even Cage. Even Cage. Wow. I don't expect that out of Cage. Well I, well, I just spoiled
0: I was going to save the mystery participant until we got there, but I just fucking spoiled it, so that's yeah, on me. Go ahead. What's
1: Cage? Cage, yeah, it was Cage. It was with Cage, Taz. With Taz. Uh, it's Taz! Taz sang the first line of his theme, he which did. is hysterical. I liked them together a lot. Um, I will say, I liked how when Cage and Taz came out,
0: Darby Allen was the one that was about to win, because it ties in the story. Taz was trying to help Darby for weeks and weeks yeah. and weeks. And it now, does, it's
1: a nice little subtle And playing. now,
0: hey Darby, you don't want my help? Fuck you, my new guy's gonna fucking kill you.
1: And that's yeah, what he did. And he came out and he ripped the ladder. Yeah. Uh, Darby took two... Re- ridiculously terrifying spots. That skateboard bump was stupid. I don't know how he didn't tear his ACL. I that was scary. Yeah. That was yeah. Slow it down, kid. You're good, but you don't have to do that anymore. But I just think though, I thought the whole thing was goofy. with they they buried Cage and then he just powered out of everything? Fifteen fucking minutes later. Well,
0: see, I love see for me a roar spot adds an automatic start to yeah, any match. I, no, lo- I love I, a, I love a I,
1: roar spot. I love a good roar. I spot, love a roar spot. But. He just laid there for fifteen minutes. They didn't even beat him up. They just took this poor shit on him. Well, someone was it? Janelle, someone got Death Valley dri- driven
0: on top of the pile that was on top of him. Yeah. So I could kind of buy that. That's just, but each his own. You know, we're not yeah. going to agree on everything. Right man won though. I will say I would have liked it a lot more if just all nine men were in there the whole time. That probably would have been chaotic as fuck. But I just think the fact that somebody could have won before all nine people got in is fucking stupid. Yeah,
1: it's goofy. I don't like that especially when to people that started were tag team partners.
0: Yeah. I will say it went too long. I didn't like the Royal Rumble element of it, but I liked a lot of the action. The right guy won and there was some cool looking spots. Kip Sabian had some shine. Um Yeah, I mean I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it nearly as much as you did.
1: It was just get rid of Get up the production a little bit. Would you rather this or the Battle Royal back? Oh, God. Give me this. Okay. A hundred That's That's what I wanted to hear. I hate that Battle Royal. Okay. I hated it so much. Okay. But now, moving on to the shining moment of this night. This kicked all the ass in the world. This, this kicked
0: so much ass.
1: See, here's what my thing. Here's the reason why I appreciate some things in wrestling I don't like. Yeah. Like that shit. When you get something like this, something as old school as this, it seems fresh again. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. Bonafide baby face, bonafide heel, and they just
0: went at it. MJF the, is 24 and Jungle Boy is 22. Yeah. Let that sink in. There's these, the guys
1: could ha- these guys could be the rivalry in AEW for the next 15 years. Yes. And I am thrilled that this happened. I, was, I thought Jungle Boy would have and should have won, but I liked the way they ended it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. Every time Jungle Boy would gets enough, MJF would just swat his ass down. I just thought this was old school wrestling at its finest. They it took a scary poison rana spot on the on the apron, which I'm not sure how I feel about that spot. I'm not sure I'll ever feel good or bad about that spot. Is it safe? I don't know. I I just don't. And uh but I thought Jungle Boy looked excellent in this match and MJF won. They did a classic nineteen eighty seven double yeah. bridge um, NWA title match bottom. Um,
0: MJF faked a knee injury. This is good shit. Um what do you think of What do you think of MGF using an armbar as a finish?
1: Oh, I hate the armbar, but he calls it the salt of the earth. He does, which yeah. is nice. Um, yeah, so I agree with you. I thought Jungle Boy would have won, but
0: I don't think this loss, especially the way he lost, would hurt hurt him at all. Um, I mean, he lost. He lost on a roll up. That doesn't yeah. really hurt Jungle Boy. No,
1: I think that I, that that was the way. That was the only way MJF could have won. That yeah. I accepted it. You know, he, I think he maybe should have stole it from him. Think that would have been a little better. But if if they plan on going further with this with this feud, I believe that uh, that'll be worth it. I think I think MJF cops on the match this week.
0: Well, like like you said, it was uh, it was as old school as old school would get. The entire match was just a story of Jungle Boy's left arm, um, Jungle Boy's. A lot better at selling than I gave him credit for prior. He
1: sold the shit out of that arm. Uh, he did a great spot where he pulled him off the top, but then sold the arm. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't fucking roar spot it like certain wrestlers would do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Nobody sells anymore. He's appreciated when you see it. So uh, we both give that two thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Uh, my opinion, the best thing on the show. Up
0: next, TNT Championship is on the line. Cody versus Lance Archer. So Mike Tyson and his cool theme song makes his way out with the TNT Championship in his hands. Um a lot of people were giving them shit for this title, but they made sure to mention it was not finished. And then the whole it Better be good after, it can't be awful, because it looks awful now. Then the whole anti-AEW brigade came out and said, Oh, how do you present an unfinished title on TV? We're in the middle of a pandemic. Cut them some slack, and I was like, "Well, if WWE did it, if WWE did it, I would hope people would cut them the same slack." But they
1: wouldn't. So you can't. You, you can't. You, you can't... realize
0: as much as there's an anti WWE contention out there, there's an equally anti AEW contention. Oh out there. no,
1: there's not. There is. It just is depends. Absolutely, is, there absolutely is not. Even. There
0: is. It just depends on who you follow on Twitter. Uh, we happen to follow all of the people that are anti WWE. Yes. I don't know why we do.
1: We just do. Yeah, just because they're the loudest. But I just... Uh, either way, hopefully that title looks better than it does now. Can't suck after it. So,
0: um, I don't know if you noticed this, but I'm shocked Cody won this match. Because did you see what Arn Anderson's play sheet said? No. It said Cody Rhodes versus Wardlow. <laughs> I think they've been using the same sheet since that cage match in February.
1: <laughs> which- Although... That that I get a big pop for that sheet cause when Arn got thrown out he checked the sheet to see what he should do. <laughs> I wanna know what's on that sheet. Like how do you like look. It looks like a Waffle House menu?
0: It looks like a fucking it looks like Sean Payton's offensive play calling sheet. Is he gonna tell him to fucking run halfback dive? Like what the fuck like what does this play sheet say? <laughs> Crossroads?
1: Cutter? Oh, I did not like this match. I didn't mind it. Um... It's just oh just they just tried to do too much. Is it was it's Cody to the tr- t it's a cody match to the t
0: um, bryce remensburg gives them a chance to shake hands but they didn't uh i will say the one thing that was disappointing they built up for the past two weeks that mike tyson was gonna knock somebody out all he did was intimidate jake and yawn. well yeah that was that was an that was, unfo- <laughs> that was an unfortunate <laughs> camera cut <laughs>
1: It made me laugh. though. It tickled
0: me inside. You are turning into Cornette. This is baffling. I'm
1: not. It, it, don't tell me that's not funny. You hate. You hate everything about this show. I don't I just, I, gave the last, I just gave the last match something great. To, we're in the third fucking match. What do you mean? I don't. Know. I didn't like something. I liked it. I don't. I don't not like this. I just. This match is exactly what happened. What did I text you Wednesday night? I texted to smaze the fuck out of this match, and they did. Well, Cody had to win because fucking Jake
0: damn near raped Brandy. So, like, <laughs>
1: Archer could not go over. like This, uh... It was very, very overbooked. It seemed like the focus was on Jake and Arn too much. Here, here's
0: my nitpick. Right, I said I had a nitpick with this match, too. Big Swole. Please don't get in Archer's face because I... Thank you. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, you want to bring some energy to the show. But, like, the mean, big, bad heel at the back down... Like... You, uh, you, yeah,
1: And I, that's like a super, super nitpick. No, it's it, not. It is. It's
0: not. It is, because at it the really end of the isn't. day, it doesn't matter. But, but it, why it, would you castrate your heel like
1: that? Yeah, but it, that's, it does matter. If you're having a 6'10 heel, and uh, and someone that is not even on fucking television is getting in their face... Well, she has Crohn's disease. She can't really be wrestling right now. I did not know she had Crohn's. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I know somebody that had it. It's awful. She's had it for years. Oh, yeah, it doesn't just pop well, up. I know, but... But, uh, yeah, that's fine. I, 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 Cody with, Cody with this title makes sense to me. Makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. But I just, he had to beat Archer to get there. Well, I mean, Archer's whole thing was like,
0: he he was brought in to beat Cody. Yeah, he didn't beat Cody. Well, yeah, the heel doesn't, that's wrestling on one The babyface always triumphs in the end. I guess so. Like, Archer but was dominant until he got to Cody. I don't mind Cody having this. Me either. And I feel bad for Cody because every time he wins a title in this company, it's going to be scrutinized. Yeah. But, like... And he knows that. Cody is one of the top guys in this company. He should be holding champions. Cody's the most
1: impressive person in this company to me. Yeah, he's been since... Because, like, I was never a fan of his. I always thought he was kind of bled, but I think he's just been excellent. Yeah. He's had a great match. Cage match with Warlow that kicked ass. Uh, He has, in my opinion, the greatest singles match in the history, of the promotion. Uh, and that's the match with his brother at last year's Double or Nothing. Uh, and I think, and I think that him with his title is great. He's having an open challenge, which is funny. But uh,
0: another nitpick is the 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 send two de- two referees down d- gimmick because like if you do that for this match, why don't you do it for every match? Right. You know what? I, and that's an, that's again that's another nitpick. That's nitpick. And I get it, they designed that's it.
1: more of a nit that's more of a nitpick than Big Swole getting an Archer's face. I think they're both pretty big nitpicks. I don't know. I don't think so.
0: But I like how it took two crossroads to put him away it made Archer m- look like more of a threat. I also liked how he hit the uh, fallout like seconds into the match um or the blackout excuse me but yeah I like this match once again if it was five minutes shorter I probably liked exactly. it a lot more exactly I might go five minutes I like this match tad tad um, overbooked for me but all right on oh, and Tyson was shirtless in the ring with Cody presenting him the belt and an exorbitant amount of fireworks went off. Yes. Tyson looks in incredible shape. He, he is. He was like 320 pounds at one point. Yeah, in 2000. I saw the Sports Center tweeted out the picture. Yeah. Like, 2009, dude. That man had a gut and a half.
1: Yeah, and now he's like 240 and back in Mike Tyson shape.
0: Yeah. So up next, uh, Chris Statlander versus Penelope Ford. Um, they should have just grabbed this. Statlander, no, because Statlander needs a ring time. She does. That's yes, fair. Because she could be somebody in this company, yeah. but she needs to keep getting, she's another one. Her contract allows her to do indies, and that is the best thing for her, yeah. because AEW doesn't have house shows. They have one show a week, plus Dark, but usually people aren't on Dynamite and Dark the same week. So she, So right now, with this pandemic, she has one <laughs> chance to wrestle a week. The only way she's going to get better is keep getting ring time, keep getting ring time, keep getting ring time. In 5 years, I could absolutely I could absolutely see Statlander as one of the faces of this women's division, but she needs to just keep getting ring ring time. So was this great? No. It was sloppy yeah. and it was just kind of there, but Statlander needed the ring time. This match was a benefit for her. Now, was it worth your $50 on pay-per-view? Probably not, but I don't think anybody bought this pay-per-view to see Chris Statlander, so it's it's fine. Statlander won with the uh, Blue Thunder Bomb and a Big Bang Theory, which, awful TV show. So, you know, it was what it was. It was, you know,
1: Statlander, Statlander has something. Yeah, and I agree, but you're right. She needs time in the ring. Yeah, and... And I hope the guy who's working with the people training these people... I'm sure she is. Because...
0: Because, I mean, you can see the improvement, but she's not there yet.
1: They have Malenko, Arn... On... Uh, I don't think she, she could benefit from Jake too much, but Dustin and QT trying to fucking teach these people, and uh, she could benefit for it. Sean Spears versus Dustin
0: Rhodes. Absolute waste of time. Why did this happen? And I'm not saying this facetiously. I'm not saying this like sarcastically. I'm not saying this to be a dick, but I really hope Sean Spears is happy because in WWE, he was miserable about the way he was being used, and then he comes to AEW, and... It's not entirely much better. And he's a
1: horseman on his pants.
0: And, you know, he, the one thing on AEW, he is on TV every week, which he wasn't with WWE. And he's not on the road five days a week. So maybe he is happy. Maybe this
1: is what he was looking for. I hope he's happy. But I just really hope he's He's just happy. not, like, he's mid-card for life. Anything, anybody that expects more out of him is lying to themselves. And, you know, they tried. They put him in a main event angle at Cody. and yeah, it, It's just, he's just it not didn't that work. interesting. Like, he's a decent hand. I don't I don't hate the man but he just does nothing for me.
0: But this was if you're going to do this and I know Dustin's your favorite so don't don't take any disrespect. To oh, this, no, this match should need to happen. Why not do it with like a young guy like a, somebody that could have benefited from this win? This win did nothing for
1: Dustin. No. Dustin was doing all Dusty's old spots like with the whipping ass yeah, and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like why not give this to a young baby face on your roster? Yeah. Like that could have actually benefited from
1: The more Dustin, the more Dustin Rhodes the better. I think he is having such a renaissance in his career. Uh, starting with that match with Cody, like I said, that's probably the best singles match in the history of the promotion so far. I don't know if you're with me on that or not.
0: Yeah,
1: but I, I, probably. I just think I best think singles a match lot.
0: definitely best match. I still like that tag
1: match from Revolution. Yes, no, absolutely. Yes. Best
0: best singles match. I'll, that's I'll why give
1: I you. said best singles
0: match. Yeah, I'll give you. that. I
1: think it's the second best match.
0: I yeah, I I think go it's the second far. best match. Yeah,
1: because that match was tremendous. I watched it again the other day. And that shows you how good sometimes, how old is always still right. But. Another
0: thing I will say is Sean Spears is is getting to show off more of his personality, and the dude could be a good comedy heel. I'm not sure if that's what he wants to be. I don't know be. why he was
1: on the news, but...
0: I don't know if he wants to be a comedy heel, but if he does, he could be a good one. That's fair. Um, they announced AEW's All Out pay-per-view will be September 5th. Very smart they did not announce a location because nobody knows what the state of the world will be. I assume if there is a state that allows fans, they'll have it there. Yeah. But right now, nobody knows anything at this
1: point. I mean, we do have some credit, flight credits to do. I mean, we do.
0: God knows when the fuck we'll be able to go
1: somewhere. Yep. But So, on to the next match. The biggest pleasant surprise for me in the history of this See, this company.
0: wasn't a pleasant surprise to me because I, I, they're the two best workers in no, this division. No, I agree, right but
1: I, I, they put on a show I think that's even better than them. I think Sheeta's outstanding. So, I, I said on Twitter last night,
0: Sheeta was one of, like, the people that I wasn't really 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 familiar with coming to aew and now she's she's probably in my top five favorite female wrestlers currently she does great um so this was niall rose versus sheeta no dq no count outs um they beat the crap out of each other uh kendo sticks gigantic poker, poker chips a blackjack table ringside barricades all the typical casino folder you'd expect were used. Um Sheeta eventually uh hit Nyla Rose in the head with a fucking gigantic Kendo stick shot. I heard that all the way from here in Jacksonville and DuPont are a long ways away. Yes. And then she hit her uh running knee and she got the win in about sixteen minutes and forty seconds. I was a big fan of this match. Um I think it was probably a tad too early to take the title off Nyla Rose. I think there was money left on the table there.
1: I think, I think they took it off at the perfect time. You think so? Because I think Sheeta's the only credible opponent to her. Let and me, I think you can build up you can build up the, the bottom of this division by, by facing Sheeta more than you can with Nyla Rose. Let
0: me rephrase that. It, it's too early to take it off her if we're getting the full division back anytime soon. If we're stuck with like this half division that we have, then I'd agree with you. But like, if we could potentially get like Riho and B and like Sadie Gibbs, oh, and she's stuck too. But like, yeah. if we get all these people back, I think it was a little too early to take the title off of Nyla. But if we're gonna be stuck with the people we're stuck with for now, I would agree with your your sentiments. Yeah. But because, like you said, we don't know how long. Yeah, I mean, we. T- I don't know if anyone expected it to go into fucking June. So yeah.
1: Up next, a match that did absolutely fucking nothing for me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know like you didn't I mean I guess I I don't know why. I just think it just didn't do anything for me. Um the one thing
0: I took away from this match was uh, JR had a line where he said I heard Brody Lee Hate sneezing. So it's a Vince McMahon reference, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, according to him it's not. Go fuck yourself. Um, so, in the ring introductions... Is it... Okay, can, can
1: I say something?
0: You've been saying a lot, so go ahead.
1: No, I just... It's, it's a question that I could be wrong. Does he look like a worse wrestler than he was when he was with WWE? I don't think so.
0: I think that's just you hating the gimmick.
1: No, I, I don't want like the gimmick. And this is me. I'm a, you know how big of a fan of him I was. I know, that's why it's weird. I felt like... He seems like he didn't stay in shape. To me. I don't... I don't know. I could be seeing something completely wrong. But I just don't... Like, he seemed so much smoother... When he was working in WWE, it could be Ring wrestling. He didn't wrestle in a long time. That could be it, yeah. It, it, but I just like he did. I just, I just thought he was one of the most underrated wrestlers on the planet, and now I think he was overrated. But I don't think that's true because I've seen what he can do.
0: I will say I think he could get some more flattering gear. I don't think the ring gear makes him look the best. He looks like a Dominant early. Tricks. He looks like an early 2000s indie wrestler. Yeah. So I think he could probably do for some better ring gear, but. I don't know, like, I, what I liked about this match is it felt like a fight. It didn't feel like a wrestling match. It felt like two guys, and it, the pace wasn't the fastest.
1: But what do you expect with John Moxley and Brody Lee? Yeah, that's true. But I just, I didn't like the spot to the stage, to be honest with you. Yeah. I didn't like that spot. Because then, then, then they got out when Brody was getting offense immediately. And, like,
0: what's the point of having rules if you're not going to enforce them? I swear to God, they were outside of the ring for a
1: 45 count. But this wasn't this a no disqualification match? No, it wasn't. It's listed here as one. Well, it wasn't. Oh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it the rules. Yeah. Please. This is just a regular match. Yep, it just did
0: nothing for me. It's like if you're... And that's probably on me. I love the finish. Uh, Moxley used a bulldog choke. He transitioned it into a rear naked. And Brody Lee didn't tap out. He passed out. And if you're going to beat Brody Lee, that's the finish to use. Because, you know... Yeah. Didn't completely kill him. And the dude, like you said, the dude fucking took a paradigm shift through the stage and came up like fucking Frankenstein, so... Yeah,
1: and and, then did a roar spot. I love a roar spot. You do, but not like that. Best roar spot ever goes to Braun. I
0: didn't didn't hate it. I mean, it looked like... I didn't hate
1: it, it just did nothing for me. It looked like a fight. That's... What else could he ask for? Did nothing for me. Speaking of doing things for people... I don't know how you could hate this. I don't, but I do. I don't know. I think I'm sick of these matches. If if Money in the Bank jumped a shark, this thing jumped a fucking sharknado. Really, I thought Money in the Bank was goofier than this. Oh no way! No way! Not a chance. There was a live horse involved with this one, and, and a subplot of this horse going around and trying to find people. There was a dude in a dress shirt and doing the clown makeup. Okay. There's Bruce in a fucking
0: pisser. You gotta take a piss. If this was the Bronco Stadium, I get the horse being there. Adam Page rides a horse everywhere. He rode a horse on his title match
1: against Jericho. Where doesn't the guy ride a horse? I just thought this was... There are certain things so that I So if you haven't figured
0: it out like. by now, uh, we are talking about the Stadium Stampede match. The Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz versus The Elite, Kenny Omega, Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, Hangman Page, and Broken Matt Hardy. My one nitpick with this match, if you didn't, if the pin didn't need to take place in the ring, why the fuck was that ring there? There was no need, they did like two spots in the ring and then the ring was never used again. Yep. It was unnecessary, but once again, I think that's a nitpick.
1: This match went too long too. Oh uh, yeah, this match went a long while. They could have so- did it in 33 and they could have done it in 20 and it wouldn't have been as bad.
0: So I liked how I liked how the inner circle went full football gear. I liked how they didn't even take the Jaguar stickers off the front and back bumpers of the helmets. They just left them on and smacked some inner circle logos on the side. Um,
1: Big pop for them having
0: matching gear. The fucking, the, the fucking commentary in this match is abysmal.
1: Oh, no. According to people, J- this is why JR is great.
0: The commentary in this match is abysmal. It was abysmal. awful. It was Tony, awful. Tony Schiavone tried to say that taking a bump on the field would hurt less because it's turf. And then Excalibur owned him. Excalibur said, Tony, let me go suplexy out there. Because, <laughs> like, why would Tony say that? Because is this, this, this a mess. The commentary in this match is abysmal.
1: It was. Why did Jericho
0: challenge a fucking play? I like, mean, come on. They're going to do football spots in a football match. He the mask out there. He threw a her. flag. Yeah, he threw, he threw the challenge flag. Hmm. I was more pissed off about the excessive celebration penalty than the challenge flag. Yeah, yeah, that too. You can challenge the pinfall. That makes sense. You're in a but football she, match. But she went, the, she went to the injury tent. Well, she went in the replay tent. They just don't use it anymore in the NFL because they got the tablet gimmicks now. But Tony Khan probably can't pull out an official NFL tablet. So he had to use the old replay. It wasn't the medical tent. The medical tent's blue and disposable.
1: This was the. This was just the worst and best. I don't know. I really don't. I really don't know. Um, I hated Jericho getting lined.
0: The drowning spot I could have done without, especially with the circumstances. Yep. And it's not like this was taped before that happened. No. I gave WWE shit for the hanging, so I have to give AEW shit for the drowning. Yeah. That's. I'm and a fair
1: man. The, and the one ha- the one happened twelve fucking years ago. It still doesn't excuse. No, it doesn't excuse me. it. But this happened last I week. Know, but yeah, what I'm saying is. If you're mad about that, you have to be mad about yeah, that. Yeah. Could have done without that, too. I, Not just for that. I didn't like the spot at all. I don't like Matt Hardy changing gimmicks in the middle of wrestling matches. I'm sorry. I mean, if Hardy's going to be goofy, let him go full goofy. Whatever. I guess that's true. Um, I did like uh,
0: Hardy getting his revenge and stuffing Santana in an ice chest. That was that was good.
1: Um, What'd you think about Hangman and Omega sharing a drink?
0: I liked it because they've been having a lot of problems and they kind of like... You know what I mean? They kind of, like, put him to the side to fucking beat up Jake Hager. And who doesn't like seeing Jake Hager get beat up? Oh, it's the greatest thing on the planet. It's my favorite pastime. Um, I, I thought it was a great look for Hager to take fucking five bottles off the skull and not go down. If you're going to try to make him a badass, make him a badass. Yeah, go to the I like...
1: with
0: that. <laughs> you are a fucking negative Nancy today. You liked one thing on this show. Do you want me to say something
1: I liked, something I didn't like? No, but I just, I. what were you expecting? Like I just don't know. I, I, I liked last year's. I loved last year's show. I thought this one was significantly worse. Well, they also were in the... I'm sure this wasn't their but fucking I, plan. No, I'm giving them credit to the benefit of the doubt. I just didn't like it.
0: Uh, I didn't like I didn't like Nick hitting fucking suplexes all the way down the field. I wasn't a fan of that.
1: I liked this. If they took out the goofy stuff, I would have liked this better. The whole idea of it's goofy enough... I was going to say... I, yeah, if you're going to... See, I'm the opposite. Like, if you're going to do it, just go all out and do see, it. See, I'm like that too, but... There's a couple of things that made this just infuriating to me. But I didn't hate it. I don't know how to feel about it. I I do enjoy Jericho and Aubrey's back and forth. Thought it was excellent. Just I didn't like how he challenged it. Uh, The golf cart, nice bag. One ring angel was fucking beautiful, though. And that's
0: another nitpick I have. Why was there just a random platform in the upper deck of TIA Bank Field?
1: Yeah, it looked great. Our it American did, economy. it It looked did. fantastic.
0: And, like, people were fucking bitching about the obvious crash pad. I would rather them obviously use a crash pad than not use a crash pad at all. Like, if you're bitching about them fucking landing on a crash pad, just go watch something else. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know what to tell you. I'm
1: sorry they're not going right to the wooden floor or yeah. the concrete or just the turf.
0: If you want to nitpick why there's a platform on the upper deck of TIA Field, I will give you that one because I was confused on that, too. But the crash pad, fucking give them a fucking break. Yeah.
1: Uh, th- that's not even the least of my worries. Um,
0: like I said, I, the, the drowning spot, the suplexes all the way down the football field, um, the random ring that wasn't necessary, there were things I didn't like. Yeah, it's just... But for the most part, I thought this was an entertaining 40 minutes. Should have been 25. Um, I like the gimmick of, of Sammy... Just keep getting like getting destroyed in new ways. Um, what did you think about the the debut of Neo One?
1: Another drone. <laughs> I deal with enough of them on Twitter. Um,
0: the official time in this is thirty four oh five. Felt like it was
1: four hours long.
0: So, like you said, the finish came when they uh, hit a one winged angel off of like the upper deck. Through a crash pad, It was probably about a fifteen foot, fifteen foot drop, I'd say. Um, it was a crazy looking spot. It looked oh, it, was gr- it looked great. Like the one wing angel, there's not a huge margin of error in giving that move, and even though they're landing on a crash pad, that still could have went insanely bad. Yeah, you're holding a man's neck. And so I give them, I give Sammy credit for taking it, and I give Kenny credit for being able to deliver it safely. And yeah, that was the that was the stadium stampede. Uh, the entire show and about... Oh, I should say after the match, they got the Gatorade bath. And they got to do the one thing WWE didn't get to do. Their biggest show of the year ended with shit tons of pyro. Yeah. So you know, they still got the big ending at the end of the biggest show of the year. Yep, I agree. Um, yeah. Entire show in about three hours and 45 minutes. Final thoughts on Double or Nothing 2020?
1: I'm sick of seeing matches like this, but... Buckle, B, buckle up, pal. B minus, B B, not B minus. I'm
0: giving it a B plus. Um,
1: I don't think it's
0: the greatest pay per view of all time, like some people tend to think. But I think it was the right pay per view at the right time. Like we're in the, we're in the middle of this pandemic, and we got a nice little mix of good good action in uh, Jungle Boy and MJF and Sheeta and Nyla Rose. So a main event that was just a lot of fun. And I know there's the, the very super serious wrestling crowd out there that wrestling shouldn't be fun.
1: That's not, that's not me
0: either. But I thought the main event was a ton of fun. Was it perfect? Absolutely not, by no means. There was some dumb shit in there. But I liked it. B+. Plus, um, I'd probably say I enjoyed it more than Money in the Bank. Not, not just the match, the, the show in general. Um, uh, that's that's fair. Money in the bank. I thought there was a couple good matches of money in the bank too. Yeah, I liked Rollins. I still liked Rollins and Drew, but yeah, B plus. to go going B,
1: B, B. I don't hate it, but I just like to get us back to wrestling. Just one on one feuds, for God's sakes. So, coming up next, we will
0: talk about. Are we going War Report next? War Report. Okay, we'll talk about NXT and AEW from this past Wednesday night, the fallout from Double or Nothing, and the build to In Your House, so stay tuned. So the War Report for the May 27th editions of AEW Dynamite and NXT. As always, let us start with All Elite Wrestling Dynamite.
1: Only because it's alphabetically first.
0: The opener. Private Party teams up with Joey Janela to take on Broken Matt and the Young Bucks. So before the match, there's a segment backstage where Broken Matt is standing with the Bucks. The Bucks respectfully respectfully ask if they could get a different version of Matt Hardy tonight. At first, nineteen ninety nine Team Extreme Matt Hardy walks in, and they said they want to throw it back even further. So Matt Hardy wearing his 2010 heel tights and, his, and an elite headband walk-in. <laughs> but apparently this is 1995 Omega Matt Hardy from the Omega Wrestling Federation that he started. And we are off to the races. So, uh... Janela hit a Death Valley driver on the floor. Uh, Nick Jackson fought back into the match, but he inadvertently hit the bookshare with a super kick. Um... So there, so now the young bucks and the butcher and the blade are all brawling on the other side of the barricade. None of this is a DQ. We're um, being counted. So Cassidy is back in the ring, and so are the Bucks. They hit more bang for your buck, and then the Bucks and the Hardys pick up the win. But the main story, as what happened after the match, the butcher and the blade hop back in the ring and beat down the Bucks. But then a old school Chevy pickup comes screeching in, and out come. <sighs> Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwood they hit a spike pile driver which they have probably been waiting legitimately seven years to be allowed to hit and then they hit what used to be called the shatter machine but they had to give up all their trademarks I don't know what it's going to be called now and then they just stared down the bucks and peaced
1: god they are short guys who cares I'm not I I liked this but I really wish they wouldn't sign so quickly
0: so fuck the rest is here
1: I what really of it? really wish they would have signed so quickly. I really wish they would have freelanced for a while, like I said, they wanted to do.
0: How do you know that? Maybe they have. Maybe they don't have exclusive deals. We don't know that.
1: Maybe when they have a fucking T-shirt, dude. Doesn't mean anything. I I hope I hope it's like that. Statlander is a T-shirt, and she can work indies. Because I feel like I feel like what they can do in other divisions is more than they can do in this one. This one's already stacked. Uh but I would love to see them face just about everybody with the Dark Order. So, also, it appeared Mark
0: Quinn got hurt in this match um, after he hit a plancha. It appeared he hurt his leg. Haven't heard anything about him yet, but hopefully he's cool.
1: Um, One of them going down would not be any good for this division. That's awful. Yeah. Especially him. The good one.
0: So, I liked liked the FTR debut. I liked that they didn't attack the Bucks. I mean, everyone knows that's the money match. Yeah, save it save that try to save it for fans too. I'd assume they're going to they're tr- they're going to try to milk it all the way to all out whether that has fans or not I don't know I mean you can't probably can't milk it much longer than that
1: but it's a shame if that match is nothing for a lot of fans yeah it's been the match I mean,
0: imagine the pop this debut would have got in Vegas cuz yeah. this the dynamite after uh double or nothing was also supposed to be in Vegas so it's, it probably would have been a lot of the same people that are at double or nothing would have been a hell of a pop yeah so i like this i i think fine i don't pretty much like this absolutely fine with me so, John Moxley comes out on commentary. Um, he is watching his FighterFest Fest opponent, Brian Cage. Brian Cage beats Lee Johnson very quickly. Taz cuts a promo. At
1: least, uh, he didn't get, at least he didn't get any offense in Lee Johnson.
0: Taz cuts a promo. He hits him with his uh, ECW catchphrase, beat him if you can, survive if he lets you. And we have Cage and Moxley set for FighterFest.
1: Fest. Hot shotting, but okay.
0: I mean, it's not like, I don't, I don't mind it because it's not like Fighter Fest is
1: a fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's, it, it's like the, the backlash of, of this company.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's not, can't be, can't be worse than the last one. You're thinking of Fight I'm for I'm thinking following. for the Fight for
1: the Fall. Yeah. Yes. Sorry.
0: Um, I don't, I don't mind it just because like, it's not like Brian Cage, we all know who Brian Cage is. It's not like he needs yeah. to be established. He's like you said in the Double or Nothing review. he's already established. Yeah. We all know who he is, what he could do. It's not like AEW... Much-needed body guy, by the way. Yeah, he's perfect. Much-needed body guy for this company. He's perfect because he's a big guy, but he could also keep up with the Darby Allens and the Sammy Guevara's, and like he's a big guy that could do athletic shit and keep up with all those guys. So I think AEW's the perfect fit for him. So he hit, he hit Lee Johnson with a gr- drill craw very quickly. Um, definition of a squash,
1: which Good. is... Good, I'm happy we're going in that direction. So Britt Baker
0: arrives in a wheelchair... Um, she's with Rebel, as she calls her, Reba, which I think is a great fucking gimmick. And Tony's at an interviewer. And the back of her wheelchair says, Role Model, but it's R-O-L-L. That is fantastic. That she, is so She good.
1: continues to make me happy.
0: Yeah. Um, fellow so that, alumnus. So she says that role number three is do not hurt the role model. Um, She brings out a whole entire like storyboard that pins the all of her injuries on uh, Ref Aubrey. Um, So... You know, just a way to keep her on TV. Eh,
1: and uh, she, does, she does excellently. Yeah. I give
0: her that. She's
1: very good. She's good at what she does.
0: Akaru Shida versus Christy Janes. Um, just an enhancement match to get Sheeta over the new champ. You know, it was what it was. I liked it. Janes got some offense in, uh, but it wasn't, like, enough offense to the point where it was unbelievable. Sheeta got a falcon arrow, got the victory. I like how she didn't need her running knee strike to beat the enhancement talent. She's able just to use a signature move like a falcon arrow, and it was enough to get the victory. Nice touch. So Cody announces that he will uh have an open challenge weekly for the TNT title, straight out of the <coughs> rip off. Yeah, it's a rip off of nineties WCW. It's his favorite thing to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Also, what Cena did. Well, t- t- then Cena ripped it off. T- open Cena wasn't the first to do weekly open challenges. Yeah. And that's... Cody won't be the last to do weekly open challenges. That's true. It's wrestling. It's the cycle of life. Um. So he equated himself to Tom Brady. Says neither are welcome in Connecticut. Ha 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 ha. Funny. Which is also Ultimate Warrior like held Vince McMahon up for money, and he was welcome back to Connecticut. Vince <laughs> would welcome Cody back in a second if he was a free agent. Yeah, he would. So like, I don't know. He, what did, the fuck he- he's creating his own hatred. He's welcome back. Who has Vince said? That there's two people we won't work with, and one of them is Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. So, Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> So, like, Cody is very welcome in Connecticut. I'm sure Vince would love to have Cody back right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, But he vows to defend his TNT title every week, and he issues an open challenge to the locker room. Uh, say what you want, but Cody might – Cody's an incredible promo. It's – yeah, a lot of that – a lot of – I don't want to say a lot of his dad has rubbed off on him because they're different promos. But in the end, they're the same. Yeah.
1: You know, I, they're they're different. Uh, Cody doesn't talk like this, you know. Different recipes, same chicken noodle soup. Yeah, it's just they get they get to the points, the same point. There's a lot of his father in him on promo and commentary.
0: SCU versus Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Uh, winner will get a shot at the AW Tag Team Champions next week. At first, I was going to get real mad about this because I was like, wait, didn't Best Friends just win a number one contenders match? But they specified that Best Friends gets the title shot at Fighter Fest, and the winner of this match gets the title shot next week. So I'm cool with it. It's yeah, fine. A little backwards, but it makes sense. Um, I hate Jimmy Havoc. I'm sorry.
1: Like, the character Jimmy Havoc. Thank you! Um, thank
0: you! Thank you! Oh, I want to come over there and fucking rub your head. He just, he just doesn't do anything for him. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he is, but
1: I'm, I think he sucks. <laughs> I just, I just, it's not my
0: thing. Um, we are just talking about being nice to people and you're saying he sucks. Uh, it's
1: not being, I'm not, it's not being mean.
0: Um, but once again, just like I said with the best friends, one team's been here the past month and the other team's been, well, casarian has been here, but you know, it's SCU hasn't been around as a team in a while. So, uh, Sabian and Havoc winning was the right call. Hopefully Omega and Tangman will beat them will beat them soundly next week because I'm sure they will. <laughs> I like Kip Sabian. I just don't understand why he's being paired with Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, I
1: don't know.
0: Um, they hit a weird um, double team, like I don't even know what it was like a drop kick, McChinoku driver combination. It was all right. It yeah. was fine. Battle Royal. The winner will get a shot at the TNT Championship. Dro- oh, many geeks. Jurassic Express, Luther, Christopher Daniels, Sonny Kiss, Brandon Cutler, Peter Avalon, Colt Cabana, Billy, Can't Call Me Gun, Wardlow, and MJF was the field. Um, sadly, Luther was eliminated very, very early, followed by Sonny Kiss. Uh, Colt Cabana was eliminated, but then the Dark Order offered him a spot in the Dark Order, so where is that going to lead to?
1: Hopefully nowhere.
0: Will Colt Cabana be second in command behind Brody Lee? Oh my god, could you fucking imagine? Um... He appeared to be open to development. He he didn't throw the flyer away, so... No, he didn't. So, uh... Marco Stunt eliminated Billy, which kind of shocked me. But then Dan... uh, No, excuse me. Uh, Marco Stunt eliminated Daniels, uh, only to be tossed to the floor by Wardlow. Goddamn shame. Um, So, Luchasaurus and Gunn were both eliminated. It came down to Orange Cassidy, who was jumped by Santana and Ortiz prior to the match, and Jungle Boy, Cassidy, and MJF. And Cassidy and Jungle Boy teamed up to eliminate MJF and Wardlow. Uh, Came down to Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy. Maybe you'll criticize me for this, but I thought Orange Cassidy and Jungle Boy had a fun back and forth at the end. Oh, I agree. And then the right person won. Jungle Boy and Cody will be a lot of fun. And like you said, wouldn't be shocked if MJF... Well, I don't know, because MJF wouldn't... Maybe MJF just lays them both out,
1: because why would he want to help Cody? Well, that's more what I was thinking than... Uh, MJF costume. But the also,
0: they teased some tension between Wardlow and MJF. They did. I don't know if I'd want to break them up this early. Nope, I think absolutely not. Great package together. Because
1: neither one of them screams babyface to me.
0: I think Wardlow could be a fun, mean guy babyface. Like a, like you know, just like a Braun Strowman style babyface. But if he would
1: have to go over MJF to get there. And, and that
0: shouldn't happen. And that shouldn't
1: happen. If Jungle Boy appeared. didn't, it shouldn't happen to him either.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just to be one of those deals where they tease tension, but they get back together, and there's more tension, and They get back together, slow burn.
1: Yeah, which is fine. It's the best way to do it.
0: And the main event of the show. Oh. I didn't hate this. The oh, inner... I didn't either until I did. The inner circle. I know. I know what you mean. The inner circle pep rally. I loved. That they had like Super Bowl style T shirts made, and they're like, "What the fuck? Did you do all these T shirts?" And they lost. Yeah, that's they the lost point. the fucking match. Yeah, they had them made before the match, and they lost. <laughs> And they tried throwing them to the wrestlers in the crowd, but they kept throwing them back like they were John Cena at One Night Stand 2006. Um, so they all start presenting gifts to each other. Uh, Jake Hager read some poetry. That's a sentence. The uh, Proud and Powerful gave gave out a New york rican basket, including a photo of Mark Anthony for Chris Jericho. Uh <laughs> Le Champion exclaimed that Mark Anthony was his hero, which is not something I saw coming. Jericho gave Guevara a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Hager was received fake Tims. Fake Tims from from Proud and Powerful. That made me laugh so fucking hard. Um, and then Guevara asked Jericho what he really, really wants. And Jericho said what he wants is Mike Tyson's head on a platter because he didn't forget what he did to him on January 11, 2010, on a Monday night. Gee, I wonder what, what television program that was. Oh, first of all, why did they advertise Tyson? But instead, Sammy says, Sorry, man, I just got you some bubbly and a cheese platter. <laughs> but, then Jer- but then he shows Jericho the cheese platter and the bubbly, and the bottle was empty and the cheese platter was eaten. So the mystery was, who ate the cheese, who drank the bubbly? When out, real came, thing. when out came Mike Tyson. The baddest man in history. Accompanied by Sugar Rashard Evans, Vitor Belfort, and Henry Sejudo, So a very MMA-heavy entourage. A lot of mainstream stars in that.
1: Especially sejudo
0: And um I don't want to say it was 1998 all over again. but You better not fucking say that. Jericho and Tyson brawled. They did it
1: exactly the same. Except there's no middle finger and no shove. They, they redid just... the greatest segment in wrestling history and thought that's okay. I have absolutely, I would rather watch Bill Goldberg fuck up baby cow than watch this match. Tyson Jericho? Yes. It depends. If they do like a worked boxing match, it could probably be fun. I hope it's not like a wrestling let match. Me, let me point paint this for you not knowing who's involved. Two wrestlers wrestle. One of them's not a wrestle. Oh, the combined age of them? 103. The fuck? Why the fuck? And how the fuck? Okay, so
0: let's break this down. No. Yeah. Personally, did I like this? No. Was it mission accomplished? Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, if you woke up today and you looked at ESPN, Sports Illustrated, um, sure Dog, all these sites that cover MMA and boxing were all the fuck over this, and that has to be what they wanted. And especially Tyson, who's been hinting at a boxing comeback, and has been getting like Sports Center coverage over his like workout. I, yeah, I think
1: Saturday they're showing all of his all of his just for fights, or this Saturday or next Saturday one of This them. was calculated. This it's was no, by it's design. It's calculated. It's a. I just any other way don't don't. That's the greatest segment in wrestling history. But You go on Twitter
0: and there are people that didn't know this was a recreation. So like it's... And also if you're watching
1: wrestling and you don't know that, fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you. What if a lot of people are new fans? I don't yeah, know. they are, but if you don't know that happened, you shouldn't be weighing in on this. Don't things. be a gatekeeper. I'm not a gatekeeper. You're being a dragon gatekeeper. I'm not right a now. dragon gatekeeper. You're
0: being a dragon gatekeeper. But
1: like that's right some, now. that's something you have to know in How? wrestling history. Why? Why is that something you have to know? Who it's a that pivotal role? moment in wrestling history. It is, but what if you're not a WWF fan? There was nothing else before AEW. If you, I'm sorry. AEW a- 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 did not, and I'm not talking on a Milwaukee. single fan to wrestling. There was not a single person that did not like wrestling, watched AEW, was like, hey, I'm a huge fucking wrestling fan. Not a single person. I would bet my life savings You don't have the data that. to back that up. I, I'm 100% sure of it. I think we should put up a poll. If you, can find, if you can find somebody, I will let you hit me with a kendo stick. First of all, I don't want to do that. Second of all, yes, you, do, you can't just make that claim
0: with no data to back it up. But, but I don't need data. You do. I you, don't. That's,
1: you can't just go out and claim that. I just, I just don't see that happening. I don't think that somebody did not watch wrestling, was not a wrestling fan, saw Orange Cassidy, and go, I'm a wrestling fan now. I guarantee you that happened. You
0: know it's happened. You just you ate your own words. I should like have said that. somebody else. You should have. But you I... should have said any. You said like kept saving and not You know no, you're right. <laughs> but Orange Cassidy, that th- that's literally happened.
1: Oh, just I just I don't want to see Tyson and Jericho. I have no interest. Oh, in neither it. do I. Neither I, I don't I don't want to see it at all either. They couldn't they couldn't have done this. But any other way, they. Sh- I can't knock it when it worked. I want to knock it. I didn't like it personally, but it worked. And it has to follow through. They got. They <laughs> can't be a flash in the pan because I'm pretty. It's pretty fucking lame. I'm not gonna lie. If your whole angle is to be different than them and you redo their biggest angle in history, come on. So, do you? Have,
0: uh, it's t- totally separate question. Do you have a problem continuing a feud that started in another company?
1: I would like. I have a problem. i tiptoeing way around now. The, how they're gonna explain it. Because you know the words Monday Night Raw will well, not yeah. be mentioned on, on that show, but Jericho's posted the
0: clip on his personal Twitter, so I'm sure like if anybody was unaware, they No, can... that
1: doesn't bother me at all.
0: Okay, because I was gonna say like WWE's done it like when Shinsuke and AJ were in their feud, they yeah. they brought up New Japan. Yeah.
1: So I I can't. They brought They brought up New Japan last night uh, when they were talking about Kushida won the Best in Super Juniors.
0: Yeah, I like I can't fault them for no taking that's not, something. So there's some
1: reason to continue with the program. Well, but but it fits Jericho's character so well. It does. Like he's
0: pissed off that he got punched in the face ten years ago. But no, I, if that, that doesn't describe Le Champion this like whole character, I don't know what does. That doesn't bother me at all. But just, okay, that's fair.
1: The redoing exactly how it happened the first time was lame as fuck.
0: I can agree with that, but it's I can't like as a fan I can hate it, but as an unbiased observer, I can't hate it. You know what I mean? Oh because yes. It, no, it, yeah, no, it, it, it achieved it, what it wanted to yes. achieve. It's, but like as a fan, it was pretty lame. I could, it, it I was could so lame. But it, they got what they wanted. Yeah, I will say I really like Dynamite up until the Tyson Jericho thing. I, I, I laughed because it's funny. Like when Tyson came out with his entourage, I'm like, oh, it's Tyson and Austin, and then they really did it. <laughs>
1: It's like, I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was so similar. Oh, my God. That's just... Have some respect. Have some fucking respect. But on the same token, everything in wrestling is recycled. It is, but it's not recycled as in the exact same way. With the same person. I mean, I can't argue it. I can't argue that. But I don't know. Oh, so lame. Hopefully it gets better. It's not going to, but hopefully it gets better.
0: So so do you have any interest in seeing Tyson Jericho? I think I asked you this already. But- not at all. Okay.
1: Not remotely. Okay. Like I said, two two men wrestling, combined age of hundred and three, and none of them are wrestlers. And, and one of them is only and one of them's not a wrestler. And only one of them's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. And it's not Jericho. Enjoy that one, you champagne bitch. I don't think he cares. No, yeah, he doesn't.
0: All right. So on that note, let's move on to the Black and Yellow brand NXT also May 27th. Um it opened with an interim Cruiserweight title tournament semi-final. Kushida versus Drake Maverick versus Jake Atlas. Um So, uh really liked the match and I love, love love the finish. Yeah. Um Drake Maverick pulled another rabbit out of his hat. Kushida was dominating early, but uh he had Drake Atlas in the Sakuraba lock, and Drake. He had Jake Atlas in the Sakuraba lock, and then Drake Maverick slipped in, got an arm over Atlas to a surprise three count. I don't know how I feel about this whole storyline. We talk about it every week, but like, if he's still like legitimately fired, and like they're doing all this for like sympathy, I, I don't know. Like, I guess it's better than him sitting at home. but At the same time, it's still kind of shitty.
1: No, what if what if he gets kidnapped? I didn't even think of that. What if he gets kidnapped at the end of this show and you never see him again?
0: Oh, that would be terrible. I think it'd be great. That'd be terrible just because, like,
1: because he's legitimately fired. Like, that would be. But, but it gives, like, like I said, him getting a shine thinks we both agree he'll get his job back. But. And we... that gives you the story to when it comes back.
0: But we don't need him to be written off because we legitimately know he's done. You know what I
1: mean? Like you don't got to. I guess that's true. But is it not? Be- is it not better? They're making him look great. Yeah. Is I'm it not... not better than him just sitting home? He wrestled one match with this company prior to this tournament. But I don't think he plans on coming back. He already changed his like. He already
0: changed his name to Rock Rockstar Spud. And I then... don't think he plans on coming back. Like that's the thing.
1: Like this is all weird. It's, it's just I don't know. Maybe they rehired him. I don't think they did. They're I don't not... think they did either. But maybe they did. I told her my opinion was, "Hey kid, sit home. You have your job back when you want it, if you want it." But they wouldn't be doing... like, why do you think they'd be really doing this with this with Drake Maverick out of everybody that got released?
0: I don't think the plan was at first, but then they saw like, because like Drake put out the emotional video about how this was his dream, and then like everybody got on the fucking Drake train. Rightfully so, it was a fucking awesome video. But he was already
1: announced for the tournament.
0: Yes, but. Th- I think even if he didn't get fired, he was going 0-3 in this tournament. You know what I mean? He would have like, picked up a win. Like, oh, maybe, but he wasn't going to the finals. Yeah. Like, if Drake Maverick, if these if these corona cuts never happened, he probably would have just picked up a win over Tony knees and went, lost to Atlas, lost to Kushida, and we'd have a Kushida Phantasma final. But now he got fired, everyone got behind him, so we're fucking, I don't know why we're doing this, but we're Happy doing this. Wrestling. Yeah, I'm not even... I'm not saying
1: it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just I don't know how I feel about it personally. I'm with you there too, but I thought the finish was great. Yeah, I loved it. He stole one and protected Kushida, who's going to be the flag bearer of this division for a while. And uh, I enjoyed it. Well, is he beating Phantasma next week? I have no idea.
0: Because, I mean, his no-compete isn't up until July, so theoretically he could win the title as long as he loses it by then, even if he's legitimately fired.
1: I guess that's true.
0: But having a fired man as your Cruiserweight Champion, it's so fucking weird. I don't know. I
1: enjoyed the match, though.
0: So did I. Great great match, creative finish. Um, And who knows what the fuck's going to happen. And, like, Drake has absolutely earned a new contract. Whether he gets one or not is... Mm. Who knows? (laughs) So up next is the Johnny Gargano Invitational. So Candice hands Johnny the envelope of who he's going to uh, be facing. And at first, he's very concerned because he thinks this is Adrian Adonis. (laughs) (laughs) And he is super concerned that the ghost of Adrian Adonis might come and defeat Johnny Wrestling. But he is relieved when the envelope says Adrian Alanis. And then he's super confident, and Adrian Alanis comes out, and he makes him tap out to the Gargano escape. I love this. <laughs> Afterward, uh, Keith Lee and me and Yim are, are shown on the Titan Trot, and they're spoofing dinner with, Gar- with the Garganos.
1: It was so fun. And
0: Tegan Knox delivered pizza.
1: <laughs> I love heel Johnny and heel
0: Candice. I just love that he thought Adrian Adonis might come out and kick his ass. (laughs) He was so concerned. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think those four work very well together and I'm excited to see what goes down. Oh my God. Shotzi Blackheart versus Raquel Gonzalez. It was better than the vignette last (laughs) week. That's what I... Little Tank was back. Little Tank was back.
1: I like the little After tank. After she was
0: on the tank with the 105 howitzer last week. She was on the Sherman. <laughs> so Tegan... I with them. Tegan Knox came out to back up Shotzi to even the odds with Dakota Kai. Um, somehow Shotzi hit a scarier coffin drop than Darby Allen. I didn't think that was possible, <laughs> but she pulled it off somehow. Dakota Kai got in the small tank and took a fucking hysterical bump out of it. Um, But... uh. Candice Ray came out to confront Segan Knox, and this allowed her to, to be distracted and did not see Kai get involved, and fucking Raquel hit a ridiculous one-arm powerbomb for the win. I like her a lot. And I like the package of them a lot, a lot of Sean and Diesel going on there. LeRae challenged me to give him a match on TV next week, so it looks like we are getting that match on television.
1: Yes. What a fucking
0: division, dude. Yeah. What a division. And the hits keep coming because we have Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai versus Charlotte Flair at a mystery partner. The mystery partner is revealed as Chelsea Green. From a story perspective, it makes sense. The queen and the princess uh, makes a lot of sense. So um, the finish of the match came when Io went for a springboard dropkick. Green pushed Charlotte out of the way, ate the bullet, and this allowed uh, Charlotte to roll up Io Shirai, use the ropes because she's a heel. And got the win, and then afterwards on Twitter, Chelsea Green fired Robert Stone. <laughs> I don't know why.
1: <laughs> That's right. funny in it though. She's <laughs> fired. NXT tweeted it, correct? Yes. Uh, and breaking news, non wrestling: uh, McGregor and Silver are gonna fight. Yeah, good. Hopefully, Silver doesn't break his leg again. But uh, this match was great. Uh, Char- uh, best women's wrestler of all time in there with the Toyota, I do not know wrestling. Toyota. I missed Toyota. I'm, i must not going through this again. Was in there with the future of women's wrestling and the president of women's wrestling and Chelsea Green. Stop it.
0: <laughs> Am I wrong? Chelsea Green's a former Impact Knockouts champion and we know how good that division is.
1: Yeah, we've been through it. Good match. Wow. Just unbelievable, unbelievable wow. division. Best division in all of wrestling. Better than New Japan's juniors. Better than... That's a bold claim. Best division in all of wrestling. Top to bottom quality? That's a bold claim. Name one division where it's top-to-bottom quality that's better than that division. Can we pretend Yoshihashi doesn't exist? No.
0: Well, I guess he got me there. All right. Live negotiations with Adam Cole and... and I almost said Commissioner Regal. I've been going back to 2001. (laughs) Um, And General Manager William Regal. So they uh, talked via Zoom. Uh, The Undisputed Era asked... Uh um, speed era leader Adam Cole asked that Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish got another shot at the NXT tag titles. They said the, he uh he claimed that the surprise arrival of Timothy Thatcher was unfair. and Which it was. I guess he has a point. <laughs> um Regal told Cole that he would put his title on the line against Velveteen Dream at NXT Takeover, but Cole bitched that Velveteen Dream has a legitimate spotlight. So William Regal made a compromise. And he said that they were they would fight in a special location where they'd both get an equal spotlight. And if the Dream loses, he will never get an NXT title shot again.
1: He'll just create a title and win it himself. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much.
0: <laughs> oh, Where's this match going to be? That's what I want to know. I don't know. It's going to be like Prince's Nightclub in Minnesota. Oh, well, Minnesota is probably not a place you want to go right now.
1: Especially Minneapolis. Yeah, let's, let's stay away from there. Well, but that'd be interesting. Who's in Prince's Nightclub? Would be.
0: I don't know where the fuck is. this gonna be Adam Cole's house? <laughs>
1: Disney World? Why? I just, fuck if I know. <laughs> but I'm interested. This this feud this feud is probably the one that took the biggest hit from there being no fans. Yeah. Dreams got win this title, right? He yeah, has to. We can't lose it again. And it sucks that it's, it sucks that that has to be Adam Cole's not farewell, but. End of a, the longest reign in history, and, and dreams beginning under this current situation. He has to be getting called up soon, right? They can't keep him down there forever. Who, Cole? Yeah, I mean, he has to, bring, he has to come with the whole era, right? Yeah, and Kyle O'Reilly's. Not that saying Adam Cole can't make it on his arm saying those other get, guys are not gonna have a yeah. problem. are gonna have a problem. Um, and Kyle O'Reilly's kind of and they're just better a situation. As, they're just so. better as a. They're just better as a team
0: than they are anything solo. Tomaso on Leon Ruff. It was a rough outing for Mister Leon. It was a match. And, Tommy looked good. So Scarlet came out. This distracted Ciampa. Leon Ruff tried to do, take advantage of a roll-up, but Tommaso Ciampa kicked out and then proceeded to murder this man. Um, and then Cross appeared on the Titantron. Just his eyes. He said some spooky words. Like and then, they,
1: they look like Finn.
0: <laughs> and then they said that uh, Ciampa will feel something truly special at TakeOver. Don't know what that means, but... Segment served its purpose, built the match for TakeOver... We'll see what happens. And they shouldn't. They shouldn't have a face to face until that show. I, I kinda... no. Nope.
1: I agree completely.
0: And now, let us hop into the fight bit. Matt Riddle versus Tim Thatcher. Kurt Angle the special guest referee. Um, this was like the uh, the old Lions Den cage, except it was rectangular instead yes. of circular.
1: It was the Lions Den cage with room. Yeah, and it had. It even
0: had like the referees like perks around yep. the top. So, um. These two fucking, these two fucking went at it. Matt Riddle knocked out two of Timoth- Timothy Thatcher's teeth. I know he's missing a few teeth already, so I'm not sure if they were shoot teeth or working teeth. I don't care. There was a good. Visual. Oh, it was a great visual. Either yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: Stop the fight real quick. He for was a minute. bloody.
0: Um, he did the Anthony Pettis. Yeah, he did the Showtime kick. Um, also known as the disaster kick. He hit a floating bro off the like top of the cage, which, which was- looked nasty. Um, but no matter what Riddle did, it wasn't enough to keep Thatcher down. Thatcher got his hooks in, locked in a rear naked choke, and the original bro did not tap out, but he did pass out. Good shit, pal. Yeah, um, I was skeptical of, like, this... I knew it would be good, but I didn't know exactly what it would be, if that made sense.
1: That's fair, I had the same thoughts about like, it. Like,
0: they were just billing it as a cage fight. They yeah. weren't saying a cage match, they were saying a cage fight. Um... I like how it was constantly referred to as the NXT Fight Pit.
1: Yeah.
0: I hope it's a regular thing. Like, I just want the NXT Fight Pit to make, like, sporadic appearances. I'm in. Um, they definitely have the talent for it. But yeah, but, I mean, it only works with certain guys. Like, you can't have Adam yeah. Cole and Velveteen Dream in the NXT Fight Pit. No, it's got to be yeah, the it MMA guy. It's got to be the shooters, brother. Like, if it was O'Reilly and somebody. O'Reilly already said he wants next on Twitter. <laughs> he said he wants next. Um, I wouldn't mind if, like, the Fight Pit became, like, Thatcher's deal. Like, that's, like, a signature match. Like whenever you're in a big, oh, that's a great idea. Whenever you're in a big feud with Thatcher, you gotta settle it in the fight pit. Thatcher and Walter. Thatcher in the and pit. Loomis. <gasps> Thatcher and Loomis in the pit, baby. Oh my god. Those cold. The lack of Loomis on the show is very upsetting. Yeah, where is he? He's lurking somewhere. I wish she was
1: in this crowd at RAW. <laughs> <laughs> it would have killed the gimmick. But I mean, so, like just in the crowd, fucking cheering. Like, no, he's just he's just he's away from everybody. He's just standing there the entire time. Wearing like a
0: fucking who's like the most random wrestler in Raw's t-shirt he could be wearing? Apollo. A Tezawa shirt. <laughs> Loomis in a Tazawa shirt Is Tozawa's getting fucking sent to back to fucking
1: too office. No, Apollo. wearing the Street Prophet shirt. <laughs> wearing the nineties R and B Street Profit yes. shirt would be phenomenal. So MVP and grade
0: time. Who is your MVP for AEW? NXT overall and which show won for the pony for the week.
1: My MVP for AEW is Jungle Boy. Uh he deserves that. He deserves a shot at that title. Um, slow build the fuck out of him and let him win the big one one day. My AE, my NXT my NXT MVP is Kurt Angle for not being a shitty guest referee because they're usually awful.
0: Dude, the lack the lack of Kurt Angle's neck never fails to stump me. The dude has no neck. Uh,
1: My overall MVP is... Uh, Drake Maverick. Cause he Drake! Because he has me invested and in better shows NXT. All right, my AEW MVP
0: is Mike Tyson. He got the people talking. Say what you want about the segment. Mike Tyson got the people talking. NXT MVP. I'm going to go with big old Tim Thatcher. He either got shoot teeth knocked out or he got some working teeth. Either way, he took a beating and prevailed in the end. Overall MVP, I am going to go with Johnny Gargano for fucking selling that he might have to wrestle the deceased Adrian Adonis. <laughs> and I would have picked AAW as my as the better show until they did.
1: The main the- events were just completely different things. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I am at the end of the day, I'm gonna go with NXT. I will say, with the exception of the Tyson Jericho stuff, I did enjoy both shows immensely for the first time in months. Yeah, it it felt good. So, yeah, that is the War Report for the week. Coming up next, we will reveal who is moving on in the first part of the second round for the Mean Guy Classic. So stay tuned for that. So, of course, last week we concluded the first round, and now we have the results of the entire second round.
1: And, and we will we'll s- see who was on to the mean 16. I was going to say the same thing, so take it away. So, in our Lariat region, the number one seed has fallen. Bam Bam Bigelow defeated Stan Hansen by a percentage points of 60 to 40. One seed's down. Are you surprised? Mm, yes and no. And so we named the Larry... Yeah, I guess so. We named the, the Vision after because Hanson does mean fuck I, guy. I
0: didn't know how many people would be, like, familiar with Stan Hansen. I mean, it's kind of the same crowd that's familiar with Bigelow, right? No, like, Bigelow... Bigelow had runs in, in like... Well, I guess Hanson had a small run in the WWF, but, like, Bigelow had runs in ECW, WCW, WWF. I'm sure a wider
1: audience would probably know Bam Bam Bigelow than... than... I guess that's fair. And our next matchup... Four seed Andre the Giant defeated five seed Mark Henry by a percentage point of sixty-five to thirty-five. No surprises for me there. Not at all. Mark Mark did a good job first, uh, and the next, the greatest wrestler of all time, Kane defeated Terry Gordy by eighty percent to twenty percent. Not enough, if you ask me. <laughs> poor poor Terry. Uh, wrapping up the the, the first delirious region in the in the round of thirty-two. Cactus Jack continues his miracle run against Ron Simmons 70 to 30. Uh, surprise there? Not really, right? No. Okay. Down to the bomb region. Vader dominated Junkyard Dog. Yeah, that was a fucking wide margin. 94 to 6. I think someone 95
0: 5 someone,
1: like a couple weeks ago.
0: Owen defeated Owens defeated Owens Uno. Owens, Owens and Uno, yeah. yeah.
1: So second widest margin we've had. Yeah. Uh, the Undertaker defeated Mang. I was actually interested in this one. But it was not close. 74 to 26 in the favor of Taker. It's a damn shame. It is. man bit somebody's fucking face off. Uh, But Taker's pretty mean. Uh, Psycho Sid, or any version of Sid, defeated 11 seed or 14 seed one man gang by a score of 70 to 30. No shock there. Nope. One man gang defeated Abdul the Butcher. That was a pretty surprise for us. Bruiser Brody defeated Abyss 63 to 37. Any surprise there? No, not really.
0: I thought Abyss might make a miracle run, but not to be.
1: Okay, excellent. Uh, and that wraps up the bomb region. So we have the entire side filled of. Give me some predictions here, Bigelow and Andre. I'm sorry, I have to, I have to interrupt first for a quick second.
0: So Pro Wrestling Tees put the uh, the Stampede the Stampede shirt up. But since they lost, it's 50% off. I might honestly buy it. Oh, uh, my God. That's hysterical. That is funny. That's legitimately hysterical. I'm sorry. What was your question now? I got
1: distracted. Uh, Bam Bam Bigel and Andre the Giant. What's your prediction? Uh, Andre's moving on. Kane and Cactus.
0: Ooh, I'm sorry, Glenn. I'm so sorry, I'm with Glenn. You. I'm with you. I think Cactus moves on. Me too.
1: Uh, Vader and Taker. Ooh. Ooh, I think Vader's gonna pull that one out. Me too. But I would not be surprised. Uh me either. If I I would not be surprised at all if Taker wins. neither would I. Uh Sid and Brody. Brody. Brody's gonna move on. Me too. Alright, moving over to the current wrestlers uh regions. The Centon region, I believe. Yes. Kevin Owens defeated uh Carry on Cross. Uh 75 to 25. These people love them some Kevin Owens. They do, and he's gonna win again. And we're gonna send him something because he has to. Uh Lance Archer snuck by Yuji Nagata by a score of I don't know because I didn't write it down. <laughs> Good job. Uh do, 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 Hero Ishii defeated Rhino 56-44. Rhino, Rhino, Terry, big big Terry was in the lead there for a while. Yes, he was. And Samoa Joe defeated Shingo 79 to 21. Poor Shingo. Uh, uh but yeah, that works. That's not surprising. Samoa Joe's pretty mean. <clears throat> Alright. Down to the Chop region. Walter defeated the Fiend, 63 37. Sorry, sorry, Bray, you ran into a fucking juggernaut. Yeah, you ran into a fucking. Tank. Keith Lee defeated Jeff Cobb. Seventy seven twenty-three. Any comment? He's limitless. That's how it should have happened. PCO defeated Togi 65 sixty-five thirty-five. And my biggest worry of the yeah, first you, round. You're very concerned about this one. Minoru Suzuki defeated Brody Lee, sixty-six thirty-four. So up coming up, we have Owens and Archer. There's our test, right? I think Owens is moving on. I don't think
0: I don't think. I don't think Owens runs into a buzzsaw until the winner of the Legends, honestly. I mean, he defeated Walter last year. Uh, yeah, he's, was... And, like, Kevin Owens has been blowing people the fuck out. Like, Kevin Owens, none of his matchups have been close so far. Tomahiro Ishii and Samoa Joe. Oh, my God. I'm excited about this that's one. That's mean as fuck. I think Joe pulls it off, but
1: I think it's going to be close. Me too. Walter and Keith Lee. Ooh, that's a match I have see in real life. This is, this is when... Keith Lee is Virginia Commonwealth right now, and Walter's Duke.
0: Well, he's about to he's about to run into fucking uh Seth Curry, so
1: Yeah, I guess so. Walter?
0: Yeah. I was trying to think Nolan Smith, you want the Duke, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of I was trying to think of an obscure good Duke player. In the
1: final round of the Mean sixteen, going the hate to going to the hate the, the eight the eight full of hate. <laughs> Did you say the eightful hate? The eight full of hate. <laughs> I'm trying to hatefully. That's already a movie. I don't want Tarantino coming up. It's a up. fucking great movie. But it's a great movie. But PCO and Minoru Suzuki.
0: Suzuki's moving on. I don't
1: know. PCO lit himself on fire recently. That's main guy points. He also killed a guy.
0: You see that video where like, the, dude, the dude fucked with the animal and PCO literally like, murdered him? Yes. It's awesome.
1: So, so for your Elite Eight, you have Andre the Giant, Cactus Jack, Vader, Bruiser Brody, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Walter, and Suzuki.
0: That's my prediction, yeah.
1: Uh, Me too. I'm in there too. But polls will be up, and thank you for participating in this. We have a lot of fun doing it, and we will get a winner soon. Eventually, yeah. Coming up next, Tony will get us out here with all the plugs.
0: I guess I will. I guess I'll do that. Way to volunteer me. I really appreciate it.
1: I'm glad you appreciate doing it.
0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Champions Advantage. Make sure to follow everybody in the Turnbuckle Topics Network. Mondays, it's Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio with at Kuda underscore Junior. Our boy Gil will not hold back and give all the hot takes and scoops. Tuesdays and/or Fridays, if there's a global pandemic going on, it's Champions Advantage. You can find us at Champions Pod. Please follow us if you don't already. We would much appreciate it. Wednesdays, it's the Bearded Wrestling Podcast with at bearded chris p our boy chris panero go ahead and check him out and thursdays it's a rundown with ron and Lynn's. you can find them at ron underscore musto underscore junior and at linds be honest x and you can follow the entire network at tt underscore for you so thanks for joining us we will see you next week for more fun and excitement